Welcome back, guys, to episode 20. Yeah, episode 20. We have... Cassie. A.K.A. MV. 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 Okay, okay, okay. So, how you want to start it off? You just want to start with your story? Hold up, before we do it. Uh, how you started? So you can sit back. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on. No, you're all good, you're all good. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. So, my business started back in 2018, 2019. So that I... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, we're going to have to restart that. Cause... Yeah, keep going, because we can do that. Okay, cool. So, I've kind of always been a hustler, I guess you can say, in middle school and I don't know just being raised as a kid maybe it was my dad because I would always go to school trying to sell pencils or headphones or <laughs> see I understand yeah, like bedtime. candies but pencils yeah, yes like Damn. you know little gummy headphones that came in a little plastic little little it was like a tube it was well it was popping well, uh, how old are you before we because I, I was middle school what eighth in seventh grade? How? Mm, I'm talking about now. So if, oh, if we can just twenty. Twenty now. All right, all right. So, and that's like two years off of everybody. So damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah. I'm twenty two, twenty eighteen. Um, <laughs> damn, that was not popular down here. I've never heard of that down here. Yeah, so it was like these little like rainbow colored headphones. My dad would bring them home from work, and I would take them to school and sell them. And then from there, you know, in New York. It's more hats than, mm-hmm. you know, custom stuff and all the little Tampa swag and stuff. Like, my business now boomed, really, because of the Tampa swag. That's, like, the painted, the birthday outfits. I would say that's more Florida, Floridian mm-hmm. than where I'm from because, I, like I said, I started with hats, graffiti on hats, selling fitted hats. So that's where the selling the headphones and everything came from. Mm. Oh, other way around yeah. that's where the customs came from came from selling headphones and little things i sold candy for a little bit but it wasn't bringing enough money in comparison to selling other things yeah um, i think that's what was really big down here was people selling candy. like going like sam's getting that big ass box, box of candy, candy. And putting yeah. In a duffel bag. Mm-hmm. yeah i seen I, even in high school because i graduated down here um it i would definitely see that a lot but being artistic, I just gravitated to my own, mm-hmm. you know, hustle. So I started back up when I came down here because I, I fell off with the hats and stuff, the other stuff going on in my life. And I started around 2018, 2019 customizing shoes. And I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, so it's, yeah, that's exactly where that's a good ass spot yeah, too, because a lot of high schools they want them shoes. The exactly. Yo, you know, my first pair was actually a pair of Tim's, and I'm Damn. surprised. That, that, I did a Gucci pattern, the the floral pink um pattern that they have on those slides that all the girls be wearing. Mm-hmm. I did that on a pair of Tim's, and 
<laughs> completely <laughs> free because I was scared uh, to fuck up the guy's shoes and then that led to a whole bunch yeah. of other things yeah. like more and more people kept wanting me to draw but I was still like underselling myself I was mm-hmm. doing custom shoes like $25 whole little drawings and whatnot and well, that's a good point then because like with us getting into photography and stuff like that we don't know how to price point ourselves so like we would when we start doing shoes and stuff i feel like we're also going to do that same fall into that same category of like underpaying or, or underselling ourselves exactly it's yeah. hard because you because we, we can be taxing oh wait a little bit it depends <laughs> on it depends on if who. anything i feel like we're going to overprice and underprice. you think so yeah. No, nah, I don't. I don't, I don't think. Your work. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think. Nah. We're probably gonna, we're gonna look at somebody else's and be like, okay, the same. <laughs> okay, so um, good thing we. Hey. You could look at different things and you know. Five hundred dollars. An idea <laughs> of how much yeah. to charge. Talk, talk to me. Uh, talk, talk to me. All right, Dwight over here gonna pay six hundred dollars for a fifteen-minute shoot. All right, which is good, but we are nowhere near that ready. <laughs> nowhere near for a photo shoot but damn you think so i for my birthday photo shoot for this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i paid i think 200 dollars. um i got 10 pictures like edited that's it and then i paid you i paid extra for more pictures and like i said i don't like even with my yeah. tattoos, I don't bargain or try and knock people's prices. Yeah, I you got ten pictures. Yeah. Ten photos. That's what I was talking when I was talking to our manager about like wedding photography. I was like, she was. I was. I was asking her like, cause she's playing a wedding. I was asking her how much is a photographer. She said like a thousand fifteen hundred for four hours and like, like only a few hundred photos and stuff. In my head, I'm like, damn, we about to be five people deep. At our yeah. wedding, like you we take, finna have. You take like what? Almost well, so if it's all day shoot, probably gonna be around two G. You take that by yourself. I'm gonna take about like probably like six hundred. Yeah. Dance private. You just like you gotta. It's different packages you go offer. You for mm. me, he also like he gave me with that. I had two different outfits. Mm. I had a backdrop. I had props. I had stools. Like different things obviously he had a like a, a fixed location for his studio so it may be a little so it's more of like a platform too for yeah. himself yeah yeah but um that's what we really gotta get yeah. if once we get our office we need to have a studio area too yeah. for music photos and all that shit yeah. definitely yeah. definitely make a whole bunch of bread off of different things mm-hmm. that's gonna be money <laughs> that's gonna be money <laughs> yeah. so going back to the story you were saying you were saying about custom shoes so I was doing custom shoes for the low, you feel me? Like just trying to get myself out there. Obviously, there was a couple other artists in the school already doing them and they were older than me and they were on the football team and popular and not saying I wasn't popular, but I just, I ain't have that kind of connections, you know, once one football, you know, player want, gets one thing, then all of them, you know, going to support in comparison to a girl you don't know doing mm-hmm. something and popping off so that's how that started and i continued with the customs well i still do customs to this day i just picked up tattooing but i didn't expect myself to get into tattooing so i was just customizing out of my garage in my my parents house just working had a table a little bit smaller than this like probably like that from the end black Mm -hmm. and a tripod or I would put my phone on top of something and record myself like that and make content. Um, 
I had a couple of videos go viral. I painted a the Uzi like logo, not logo, but like the album cover for when he dropped. Um, damn. It was a little, you know, the yellow haired one. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't well, remember we were, the album yeah, name. I, I know what you're talking but about. But I did that on a, a dollar bill and that blew up. That was my first time of my business page blowing up, but mm-hmm. I didn't gain a lot of followers from it. Um, I started networking with little things like going through third party sites on Instagram to sell my stuff. But obviously with that comes, you know, taking profit, they would always take their cut mm-hmm. because they're giving me the exposure. I'm just, you know, selling my products. But that was the main start, like hats, custom shoes, outfits. And then from there, I started working with my nail tech at the girl house. Shout out to them. But they let me work and chill in there so i was with a whole bunch of business minded women it was a studio like a it was a storefront but it had multiple you know suites Mm -hmm. so it was a lash tech a hair tech a makeup artist a nail tech and someone that did waxes so it was constantly around women of power women of you know business inspiring you feel me i already had the hustle i just didn't know the legal stuff behind yeah. it. And so, like, being around that, being every day, like, being involved in it, it definitely helped base, like, my background knowledge and helped me shape to where I am now because when I, when I left working from there, I just went back, you know, painting at home and doing it or what I got to do in the garage, but it wasn't really kicking wasn't really popping it wasn't it was just i get some orders i wouldn't get some orders i would get some orders i wouldn't get some orders but i was self-sustainable of of that for what sophomore juniors senior and then that was 2019 so then 21 20 and 2021 so i just got hired at a job in Brandon Mall. So it's my first nine to five in a couple of years. Like I worked at Target senior year for seasonal, but it wasn't, it obviously didn't last and it didn't really, that money wasn't really coming to me anyways. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, handling other things. So I didn't really get any self gain from that and didn't really, you know, get to invest into my business versus now I get to invest all of, you know, my nine to five profit into my business. But, um, I started tatting myself when I was 13 as well. My uncle bought me a tattoo machine, and I don't know what they thought I was going to do, but I tatted myself. (laughs) And from my fingers, my hand, my foot, my hip, my other hip, this whole bunch of little small things. But then that machine blew up on me. So after that machine blew up on me... I stopped. And she was going crazy. Yeah, I was just doing little things. I would, I didn't tat anybody else. I just tatted myself with that machine. Like, I, that machine never touched anybody else but me. But then I was hanging out with this guy that I was talking to for a little bit. And he wanted to go smoke with his homeboy. And I'm like, eh, I don't really want to go. But I went. And we sit and talk and chill and smoking. And somehow the, the mention of me wanting to tattoo came up. And the guy had a tattoo machine, and he flat out gave it to me. I offered him customs in return to it. I offered him artwork. He didn't want anything. He didn't want money, no art. He just gave it to me. And it was, you know, it was a raggedy little coil machine. It was something he probably got off of Amazon or, 
mm-hmm. you know, something that's not professional, not technically safe to use on skin, <laughs> but that's something. what I did. Yeah. I, used, I used it on skin. Yeah. Um, my first tattoo on someone else was my homeboy mm-hmm. with no gloves and acrylics probably like that Damn. big. Damn. Oh, my God. Uh, and it was a hand tat. It was a star right here. It wasn't bad, but from there, I was like, maybe I could do this. So started taking, you know, little appointments when my dad wasn't home because he didn't want people in the house. Because this is around COVID time. This is like the beginning of COVID. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad didn't really want people in the house. That's a good time to do it. Exactly. The places are starting to close down yeah, and that shit. Is, that is good time. So you were, yeah, you were in perfect wow. time, too. Yeah, so it was little, little things tatting off a futon in my garage. Um, and then from there, I tatted this one girl and who then invited me to tattoo out of her house. I tatted her pretty much, didn't finish the tat, and we was going to finish it another time. We had linked up again to smoke, and she introduced the idea of me teaching her how to tattoo and turning her apartment's extra room into a tattoo studio. So I'm like, bet, you know, my dad doesn't want me tatting out the house. You offering me a spot, you cool. I I thought you was cool, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. We got into it, you feel you me? Smoke. God, so, damn, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's it speaking the going, truth. She's speaking going, the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I fuck I mess with Can't you know, can't hide the truth. It is what it is. But um So next day I started started bringing all my stuff to her house, get to tagging up the walls, bringing all my stuff in. And the next thing I needed was a tattoo bed. So I went on offer up, found me a little $100 tattoo bed, and she was like, where is it? I'm like, Clearwater. I can't drive. So she offered to take me there. So boom. Yeah, Clearwater? Yeah, she took me to Clearwater. We picked up the bed. Next day, I started taking appointments. You feel me? I got a tattoo bed. I got all my stuff. Why am I not going to start taking appointments? So from there... It was a couple different things on why I stopped working at her house. So my first, one of my first clients was two little white girls. They, you know, we chilling, smoking, having a good time, tatting them. And one of the white, one of the girls, <laughs> one of the girls. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Had asked if they could have their plug pull up, and I said, you know, it's not my house. You feel me? Like, you'd have to ask her. And she had told them, yeah. Knowing that it bothered her, knowing that she didn't really want him to come, you feel me? It would have been, you know, cool with me. I had my own stuff to smoke, you feel me? So it didn't really affect me, but it bothered her. So that was one of the reasons why she kicked me out from tattooing her house and at her house. So then the next reason was the same guy that I mentioned I was talking to whose friend gave me the machine. You know, at the time, you know, I knew that if, like, I needed weed, he'll come and, you know, drop some off. You feel me? I was going to smoke for free. So me and her chilling after some tats one day, and we both don't got no bread. We both don't got no weed, so we want to smoke. So I'm like, you know, you know, he'll come, you know, drop off some <laughs> bread. We'll be, we'll be straight. But she wasn't. Apparently, they had gotten into a conflict that I'm not going to mention. Mm-hmm. And it honestly happened before me, so I didn't really feel like it concerned me either way. And it was just to get weed and smoke. Like, it wasn't like we was, I was inviting him to hang out. I was just trying to get, you know, win-win for us. We get weed, we smoke, we're happy. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently that, that was another thing that bothered her. And then 
the last thing was my homegirl from high school had asked me if she could come get tatted. And I was like, heck yeah. She was bringing her cousin along. She had intentions of trying to set me up with her cousin and everything. So since it's, you know, still the girl's house, I, you know, asked her, I showed her who, who's going to be coming to her house, and she didn't want the male coming. Her partner at the time was incarcerated, so she felt like it was out of pocket for me to bring a male client. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, but you think I'm only going to be tattooing females? Like, that's honestly not going to work because mm-hmm. not to sound like that, but men tip a little bit more being that I'm a female. You feel me? So that's going to be losing out on a lot of profit. But long story short, I had asked her say, I just like, oh, well, my friend's trying to put me down with her, him and it's her cousin. Like, it's not even like that. It's not to be rude. And I'm high, and she texts, go for it. And I miss, you know, I'm high. I interpret it as, go for it, bring it to, bring him to the house and tie him. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. And I pulled up to the house <laughs> with him, and she did not look happy. I went in the room, and she texted me that I had to leave when she was leaving because she, she was going out. And I had another client coming, so I told her I'll leave after, you know, my last client comes, like, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I told, I took a deposit, and I told this girl she's getting tatted today, so I'm going to tattoo her. And after that day, like, I tattooed her, left, everything was fine. And then after that day, I got a text. She had told me that she didn't want to be friends, that I could still continue working out of her house, but she did not want to be friends. And me being, Ain't no way. me not having a car, she lived in Temple Terrace, I'm living yeah. in Riverview. Oh, damn, that's damn. a fat She drive. was picking oh. me up to come and tattoo at her house, you feel me? I'm not going to have no way to get there. So I just told her, you know, I'll just, you know, come get my stuff. It is what it is. I told her not to touch my stuff. Did she listen? No, she packed everything up for me. So angry about that, but, you know, just got my stuff and left. Mm-hmm. So from there... I wasn't really doing anything. I started doing a little, like, little stuff again at my house, out of the garage. But it wasn't nothing. So I slowed up with tattoos again. Got back into custom shoes. Was chilling. Then I went to Ink Villains with my homeboys. You know, my homeboys getting tatted. So I'm over, you know, both my homeboys getting tatted. I'm walking in between. You know, I'm trying to, you know, take mental notes of what they're doing. And I had approached the owner for apprentice opportunity uh-huh. and got hired and that also didn't go too well um i worked for about a week damn <laughs> a week damn damn um, i thought it i thought it would be like a year like a month you know about about a week a week and a half I, honestly damn. i can't like nothing more than two weeks um it was fun you feel me i was sitting there in an ink villain shirt i was promoting him trying to promote the deals that he has and i like enjoyed being in a shop environment and it was very fun there was a lot of great artists in there i was learning a lot on top of the stuff that i already learned from the girl house like on how to run a business overall i was learning how to run a tattoo business at the same time and in, and in a sense learning how to not run a tattoo business at the same time so you feel me i'm you know, as an apprentice, you're not just starting tattooing. You're pretty much doing all the bitch work. You're tracing, you're watching the other artists, you're even 
getting food for the other artists. You're, you know, you do stuff like that. Not saying I did, but that's what, you know, yeah. apprenticeship does because I can't even drive. So it's not like I, you know, did anything. I was really Walked just sitting the out the shop, you know, chilling around and looking at their stuff. Um, I really don't know what happened. One day I was told not to come in. And I seen the whole shop taken out on a party bus and out to eat. And I'm sitting at home watching this, you know, feeling I'm sitting in an ink villain shirt. I'm being told I'm a part of the team. And then a picture of the team is getting posted saying, I love my team or whatever the caption said. But it's like, so am I not a part of the team? Mm -hmm. And my feelings was offended. So I did swipe up and... I was, you know, I, I was like, oh, so am I not a part of the team? Didn't get a response, but I still came into work the next day. And coming into the next, um, coming into work next day, um, I could tell that there was some shocked looks that, you know, I was there. So clearly it was probably, dis- I don't know, to this day, like, I don't know if they talked about it as a group or what, but I was getting, definitely getting look, looks at from the employees there, not even only just the artists, but, you know, piercers and such. So, you know, I come in on my usual stuff. I put my stuff down. I go to the, the artist that was showing me stuff today, and I'm just sitting there, and I get a text from the owner. The owner's not even in the shop. But the text is like, a, you know, getting broken up with through through text. It's, yeah. you know, hey, like, we don't have the time to teach you how to tattoo. And, and in my head, I'm just like, what do you what do you mean you don't have like why would you pick up an apprentice if you didn't have time to t- teach somebody and not only that but the time that I spent with the owner who had hired me was limited because I was mostly with his artists not even his like the other people he had hired learning off of them so you know you know I was upset I started crying I posted some things on my close friends that you know, I was like, you know, fuck, you know, fuck it. You know, fuck this shop. You feel me? Like, why am I, you know, I, to me, it was like, it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like I did anything wrong. I thought I was doing good. Like, I'm doing everything I'm being told. And then I was then bashed on social media, being called crazy and being told that I, I'm trash at art and a whole bunch of other very offensive things. Even got a couple of voice messages that were, you know, voice memos through mm-hmm. texts that were, you know, kind of crazy. I'm not trying to play innocent at all. I definitely, you know, antagonized him back after seeing the post that he was posting. And, you know, my followers at the time, you know, I had 18K on my old Instagram. So my followers at the time, you know, were going and leaving bad reviews and, and this and that. And it's not even in the sense that I was making them because I didn't. I didn't tell anybody to go leave a bad room, mm-hmm. review. If anything, I told them to go leave an honest review. You feel me? Like, I... I if that's your opinion, like, if people swiping up after me and so-and-so get into it, if other people are swiping up with their own altercations and then want to share the altercations because of the situation they see I'm going through, like, I can't stop that. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, things happen, but to this day, like, I haven't listened to all of the voice memos. They're literally still in my Damn. phone. Damn, how, how, <laughs> oh, Jesus they Christ. No, like, it's literally still. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go. That's yeah, like too yeah. messy. But yeah, like, and I'm not like 
for when this gets sent out to whoever is going to send it to whoever, I'm not trying to throw shade, but this is a part of my story. That's my first experience in a shop, and in my honest opinion, it wasn't fair. It didn't even get the opportunity to show my artistic ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was just wrong. I feel like I deserved more than just being told not to come into work and seeing everybody that I'm hanging out with and working with on a daily basis go and have fun and call each other teammates. And I'm just here watching from home. Yeah. And then getting fired through text next day. Yeah, through texts. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's just, that, that's that's just that's OD, right? You feel me? Yeah, like, it's yeah. literally like breaking up with somebody through text because it's, it's like... Is this place for like a like a private home? Yeah, how big is this place? Like, like is it like Valence has two or three locations in Tampa. It's pretty known for its you know famous two for twenty or two for thirty whatever the. It is, is it a now. franchise battle or? You know, it's, it, it, one guy's business and he has multiple locations. Okay, yeah. So like that's even more fucked because like I understand like uh, like a corporation like they doing that like they have so many locations and shit like that. But like for a smaller business. Of, like, three locations, that's more fucked. You feel me? Like, yeah. It's a smaller staff. And it's not like it's a fucking restaurant. It's it's a, like... Like, you want it to be your career and that kind of shit. Yeah. And like, like, yeah. yeah. I just feel like I was robbed of the experience. Mm. So... So, you kind of feel, like, time wasted. Because, that was yeah, that was two weeks of your life also. And luckily, I didn't have to pay. You know, yeah. some apprenticeships charge you. Or mm. some people, like make you pay for what you learn and whatever the case may be like i wasn't you know i wasn't getting like i wasn't charging them for like they wasn't charging me for anything you know it was really like honestly it was really fun you know hanging out learning yeah being around cool people there's great artists in there i'm still friends with most of the artists that worked in there but i'm banned from ink villains (laughs) 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 yeah so um I was not expecting that. Yeah, because, I mean, I took off the shirt and threw it on the floor when I walked out. Oh, and yeah, I got yeah. in the car in my bra because I was very upset. Then, you know, texted me making fun of that. No, thanks for the shirt back. You're welcome. Dust it off and give it to the next apprentice you're going to kick out. But, you feel yeah, me? Like I, it, it sucks, but it just, you know, in those the in the time that I was there, I learned enough. To open up my own private studio. Mm-hmm. You feel and me? I learned enough to know what I was doing wrong. Yeah. I learned. So, yeah. You feel me? I based my, you know, I took the experience, you know, charge to the game. Let's go. So then from there, I started working out of my homeboy's house. And it was cool. You feel me? Like, my homeboy didn't really have anything in his living room. So it was pretty much like the living room was my tattoo shop. Now, that is not <laughs> technically legal or technically, like, safe. Like, even the garage stuff that I was doing is definitely not safe yeah. but i think the living room is a little bit safer yeah and, it's uh, more open space yeah. and stuff but you know in this industry it is very hard to start you feel me like honestly shops ask for a lot a large portfolio of artwork in general payment for apprenticeships or this and that and while i was there also it was made like it made like people were making it seem like it was so much to do before I could start tattooing professionally on people's skin when it really wasn't. So it's like, hmm, okay. So 
like I said, I'm working on my homeboy's living room. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm doing the research on what I need to do to get my license to be legit with this. Like, if I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going hard. So from there, you know, eventually my homeboy's lease was up. So, you know, with that comes, comes me having to get out. So I left, you know, brought all my stuff back to the house. Once again, stopped tattooing for a little bit, you know, which chilling just doing artwork and you know making money on the side because I wasn't employed at that time and I had went down to Miami for my brother's birthday had you know had a little fun relaxed and as soon as I came back I had a response to a suite that I had messaged before I left and the suite is located in Palm River you feel me like Mm -hmm. it wasn't too far from home the landlord was super chill super nice like it has a Dollar Tree across the street. Got a couple, you know, nice restaurants in the plaza. Got I'm in a good area. Mm-hmm. So I walked in. And I said, I want it. Shit like that. I went to the bank. Grabbed my bank money and came right back. Now, the thing about that is I had came with the same girl that had kicked me out the first time. From her tattooing. Um, she had me- messaged me again. You know, wanting to try again. And me being who I am. Just wanting to support people. And, and you know, be rude. You feel me? Like, I believe in there's, you know. There's not forgive and forget, obviously. There's forgive and, you know. Move on. Yeah. Move on. So, that's what we were doing. And we was going to work in a shop together. Like, we was going to set it up as both of us. But um, due to a little altercation that happened afterwards... We decided that it would be the best if we didn't. And me being the one that found and contacted the landlord, I decided... Well, not to say that I decided, but I felt like it's only right that, you know... You get it, yeah. I yeah. stay there. So, that, you know, that happened. So, from there, you know, came the next couple steps. I got the location. I got to get licensed. So, got my, you know bloodborne pathogens and then from there i got my tattoo license and then from there i got my tattoo establishment license those are the three main things that you need to yeah oh well and then a biomedical you know company to pick you up so i got all that out the way um really it's really easy for anybody wanting to get into it it's really just amount of money and knowledge you know learning how to you know prevent yourself from STDs and bloodborne pathogens and stuff like that because that's really why people don't want people tattooing out of home or out of there because there's exposure. You feel me? You're mm-hmm. constantly dealing with blood. You're constantly dealing with bodily fluids that could get you sick. So, you know, looking back as a tattoo artist now, I definitely wouldn't be doing things the way I was before. Like, I didn't have the proper disinfectant. I didn't have the pro- proper, you know, materials. <laughs> I didn't have the proper... You know, I was just, you know, fucking around yeah. with a tattoo gun because I thought it was you know, cool. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I'm licensed and I see what I've done wrong. So I got my shot back in July. Um, it's been, what, six or seven months since then? I don't know. I'll, yeah. You did. I, don't, I don't even know. July? Yeah, July 2021. Nah, it's been like. I'm not seven. even trying. It's seven, been seven. Seven months. So I've been a studio studio owner, even though I rent, I call myself a studio owner because it's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I built that whole bitch by myself. My daddy wouldn't let me use his tools. I ordered tools. People wouldn't come and help me put stuff up. I put it up myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, started like that. 
moving, moving, moving. And then it's like, okay, I got everything. I got a location. I'm licensed. It's just advertising. Now, I had blew up a couple times on TikTok. On my main page, as I mentioned before, I had 18.7K. So it was like between friends that genuinely, genuine, genuinely wanted to, you know, come and support me and then strangers that thought, you know, my story was cool to the extent that they seen mm. and just wanted to support me. I was getting little things and, you know, little things and little things, but I'm just now starting to push myself. Like seven months in, I'm just now starting to push myself to doing half sleeves. Not even half, but like, you know, yeah, half. Like little little sections. I'm still, you know, honestly learning. Mm-hmm. Um if I could do it all over again, I definitely would have wanted to get into a shop and learn firsthand from an artist and, you know, go the the old fashioned way that everybody praises. But it just, you know, after being kicked out of two spots, even though one wasn't a tattoo spot, mm. but it's like after being kicked out and, you know, you constantly feel like people are taking what you want to do away from you, you get tired of it. So yeah. I got my own shit. You feel Make me? your own path. Exactly. So... Now, you know, self-taught, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube education, you feel me? Like, yeah, you got everything. I really do. I'm just trying to make that work. And then it's, you know, I got my LLC. You know, I'm, I'm licensed. You can look me up on Google. Like, it feels good. Like, I got my shop at 19. I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We, we got to get on our P's and Q's. On, I'm <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, you know. For me, or at least as a woman, I feel like you know I'm, I'm doing really good. You feel me? I'm not out here. I'm 20, no kids, sole business owner. You feel me? I'm getting filed a 1099, not a W-2. Like it's a, you know, yeah. I, I'm very humble, but I'm very proud of myself at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. But that being said, like even though I'm new, I'm still trying to help other artists as well. Like I have two other people that I'm currently helping and, you know, showing them what I'm doing and they're showing me what they're doing. We're just learning together because this industry is so hard to get into. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, as a female, it's hard to get into. You're not really taken serious sometimes. Unfortunately, a lot of the times men hit hit you up to help because they want to sleep with you. And I've been dealing with a lot of that. A lot of people will message me and, oh, come to the shop or come do this and come do that. And and then it's like, oh, do you want to go smoke? No, I have my own weed. I could go smoke by myself. Like, I want to mm-hmm. learn. I want to work. So that's that's really what I'm dealing with now is people taking me serious and seeing that I am about business and I, I'm not just, you know, a pretty face or a nice body to look at. You feel me? I'm, I'm trying to do something with my life. I want to make this a career. I want to make this for real. Like, Technically, I'm a professional, but I want to, I feel like I need to be more professional. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get on a different scale, different level. So, as like, I'm making my way there. It's, you know, pretty cool. Like, I renovated my shop a couple times. Like, I redid the floors. I did everything in there by myself. Like, I did a little TikTok series, and every video you see me by myself. Mm-hmm. Most I get was like a ride here and there to Ikea or to Walmart from friends, but everything in there I did myself. So that's I am very proud of myself. That's what's up. Yeah, that's fine. So that's really, you know, the most of it, like, to now, like, I'm, like I said, I'm still, I'm working a nine to five at Brandon Mall and I'm, you know, clocking out at five, taking a tattoo at 630, finishing the tattoo at two, three o'clock in the morning and then repeating it. 
So mm. I'm exhausted, honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. exhausted. I forgot tattoos take that long. I forgot. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Like, not, it takes long, but I take longer because you know I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So every every step of the way, it's like okay, I could like I could bust out a small tattoo, 15, 30 minutes, but it, like I just did a big dragon on some girl's arm. That took me four hours. You feel me? Four yeah. hours after a s- seven and a half shift. I'm dead by the time you feel me. I'm home, smoke a blunt, take a shower. I'm out. There, there's nothing else. So, you know, it's it's a little. <laughs> At least she got set schedule. Yeah, set literally, schedule. wake up, go to work, clock out, go to work. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's you know, it's hard, but I know there's an outcome in all of this. I know that I'm you know gonna be something, and I know some people may be offended or wanna you know start drama after this video is posted. But it's honestly, I came to what is it be content mm-hmm. with my story like i was angry and mad that i felt i felt like i was being taken advantage of i felt like i wasn't being treated right like i felt like i was a very good person to everyone that i've you know been involved with so for me to constantly be kicked out or pushed around it, it hurt you feel mm-hmm. me but i learned a lot like i said and i know how to address myself and i know what kind of businesswoman and shop owner for when i open a bigger shop yes yeah, I, well. ask, I know yeah. how i want to run your own treat store. my people mm-hmm. my employees i know i want to have my like clients and everyone come in and how i'm going to treat them and like you give you really get what you give you feel mm-hmm. me so i'm just i've been trying to help out as much as i can with any small business that messages me or any aspiring tattoo artist that messages me and show them what i did because mm-hmm. Like I said, after working at Ink Villains, I was messaging tattoo artists and like, oh, how did you do this and how do you do that? And I get here with $300 classes, <laughs> $300 classes, $400 classes. And I'm not saying that's wrong because by all means, charge for your knowledge. Like you, you took them their own route to figure out their skills and their techniques. And I understand not wanting to give it out for free, but me being new and trying to afford all this stuff, yeah. like just to get there and then having to pay like a $300, you know, fee for this and that, it was not really my best interest. So I just kind of been winging it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, it's, like it's going pretty good. I have a revenue so far, of like $8,000 since July mm-hmm. off of tattoos and, you know, little customs and stuff. But, yeah. you know, I'm still learning. I'm 20. Yeah, so, by 25, I'm probably going to be a beast, honestly. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, have your own place and shit. I plan, on, I plan on having a huge shop, a shop that I could smoke in. You know, I want to mm-hmm. own a, a, a whole building. I don't even yeah. want it to be a storefront. I don't want to pay nobody bills besides, you know, my Tico, my, my water, my garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, that's another thing. Because a lot of people ask me now, like, oh, why don't, you know, you got clientele. Why don't you just work in a shop? Why would I do that? When I keep getting kicked out or when I keep getting, you know, getting half-assed experiences, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, and nothing's laughing. Not to say that another shop couldn't take me in and it'd be amazing, but it's just not what I want to do anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to be under, you know, somebody else's dictation. I don't want to do you, all that. Would you make the same, like, how would that work? Since basically, since you have your own place, all the money that you get is directly to you. Now, like, say you worked at another tattoo and you had your clients and stuff. How does that money differ? There's two ways people do it. That people charge booth rent. So there's some people that charge, you know, rent every week or rent at the end of the month for every week. 
And then there's, you know, at Ink Village, they do 50%. So 50% of every tattoo you do, the shop gets. Now, my minimum is 50. My minimum is probably, like, that big. So even if you're my homeboy, you come into the shop, and I'm telling you 50, I'm only getting $25 of that. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason. Like, I get 100% of my profit right Mm -hmm. now. So why would I want to subtract that? On top of that, like, I, I don't know if I could even accept tips in somebody else's shop or anything like that. Like, I get I get decent tips. Like, I did a flash sheet day for $13 tattoos and ended up leaving with $600. I left the shop at 3 o'clock in the morning, but... Hey, money's money. Exactly. I made that much money off of small tattoos. Mm. And not only that, I, you know, got more practice on skin. I got more practice with different colors, with different, you know, shading styles, with different tattoo styles, so... You know, everything is worth it. This Valentine's Day, I'm actually doing $14 tattoos. Mm-hmm. So I plan on staying at the shop and getting at the shop at 9 a.m. and staying there until probably 2, 3 o'clock in the morning again and then clocking in at 9.30 the next morning. It's going, you know, very excited for that. <laughs> yeah, nah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like your story... Like, you had your downs and stuff, but you also learned a lot from it. Most definitely. From our point of view, or from our story, in a way, we haven't, like, we, we've done some stuff. Like, we started from somewhere, but I feel like we haven't had what other people have, like, the super downs. Hardships stuff. are going to come. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, like, I wasn't licensed within the first couple months of my shop. And, you know, my landlord realized that, and obviously, you know, her comments made me get my license faster. But you feel me? Like, I hit roadblocks. Like, my neighbor renters, like, I, you know, s- smoke a lot of weed. So my odor was bothering my neighbors and little little things that, you know, I almost lost the shop that I had just gotten. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had to, you know, reevaluate what I'm doing. Excuse me. And, you know, adjust things. Like, there's also, you know, there's times where, like, I don't get tattoos or I don't get customers and before i was working at the nine to five you know my rent 650 i don't got no tattoos for the week how am i pay rent how am i keep the shop so that's another reason why i picked up the nine to five because until i'm you know putting out big pieces where i'm making you know a band in a day off one tattoo and i could just go home you know i gotta have something gotta have something to fuel the business you Mm -hmm. feel me even though I'm licensed, I'm an LLC, I'm legit, you know, you can look me up on Google at the end of the day, it's too many funds for that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's kind of similar right to what we want, like, with how we are planning our future in a way is, like, we're doing our, like, real jobs, like, plumbing, engineering, and we're going to use that to fund our business. For I know for me, I can say personally, like, I want to use that money, start saving, and then retire, like, say, in the 30s, and then just focus on my brand. Mm-hmm. And then I can't really. I don't know what you want to do. I'm well, shit. I could be 25, 26. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> 25, 26, and be done. But I, I want to get like five years. Experience. Yeah, yeah. I want to at least get like five, ten years. Five to ten. Five to, yeah, And then five hopefully ten. we can just have enough money, or hopefully this business becomes our main mm-hmm. business, and and then make this our career. Then we can drop that, have our experience. So if we ever gotta go back to it, we're fine. Yeah. And there's so many ways that, like, even, like, just having the business on name on a platform can help you make money. Like, I was making, I was getting paid to go live on Instagram on my page. Um, I was getting paid from TikTok. So, promotions like that. It's, oh, it's a whole bunch of different, you know, 
ways to make money. Like, mm. I don't plan on, ta- on tattooing being my sole career. Like, I also want to, you know, take the time to go to school and become a, you know, substitute art teacher. Uh, also, yeah, that that came out left here. I was, yeah. I would have yeah. nodded. Wow, that, that yeah. yeah, like I plan on opening a shop and just you know yeah. leaving Tampa. I don't yeah. want to stay here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to leave a shop down here though, and then open up another location somewhere else. I mean, obviously that's a big step, and I'm still in studio level right now. But a girl can dream. Mm-hmm. But I play eight instruments, so art and music is something. <laughs> <laughs> reaction <laughs> art is something and music something that i want to be able to teach people and what? especially kids she okay, said okay, eight on, she on, said on. she said that shit like it was normal well being me i was a weird kid but the eight, eight, is what, what eight instruments do you know violin guitar ukulele piano flute clarinet bass and saxophone What the fuck you know? Huh? What the nothing, fuck you know? Nothing, exactly. Nothing. Me neither. I can, you know, I can hit a desk a few times. <laughs> yeah, but damn. damn, damn, she just shit on us in thirty seconds. Oh my god. Damn. Damn. It's like continue. Take it as something to inspire you to want to do more. Also, you know, I'm Latina, but I can't speak Spanish. You feel me? Like that's something. Like um, and then at work. In the mall, I, you know, I'm a certified piercer. I'm not a licensed piercer, you know. So right now, I'm only doing lobe and cartilage. But I had my first deaf client, and that was a very weird experience piercing someone that cannot talk to you, cause they can't hear you. So I had to <laughs> write down everything throughout yeah, that, the whole process. That sounds like uh, that's that's difficult. <laughs> While running the kiosk what? by yourself. And trying to sell jewelry and, you know, pierce a deaf person is definitely something. But it also inspired me to learn sign language. So I've been taking sign language online as well as Spanish. Yeah, we had yeah. some uh, deaf experience at our old job. We had people talk to deaf people that they didn't know they was even deaf. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was like, damn. Yeah, Rip from B. Um, damn, she really talked to her like she. <laughs> I was writing like I was like you got to take care of the piercing. This is what you clean it with. And about this, and you know she had kids with her too, so it was like a, a mom and a grandma, and both of them were deaf. Damn. And I I didn't know that was like not to say there was a thing or anything, but I didn't know that was possible or something. I don't know if that's I thought, genetic you know, what or something. What the gene skipping or not? Nah, I didn't they know said, deaf was something that said, could pass on or something. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I the kids know. was the only one that could talk to me. And, you know, the kids is like four or five. So Damn. all he was saying was, my name is Patrick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, just... I respect them. I respect them. Yeah. At least he was honest. <laughs> yeah. His name is Patrick. Yeah, he was speaking facts. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty a, much it. You have a very interesting story. What what, what could have you had? I, I I was gonna improv shit, but I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I was gonna say, right, going back to promoting. Let's go back to your um to your TikTok. So you said you made you're close. You're getting close to a million views on your TikTok. So I recently posted a video of me doing some custom lighters that I had absolutely no thought in my mind that it would go viral the way that it has. Like I've had videos go viral, you know, twenty k at most. I'm at nine hundred. Wait, let me check. 
Because it might have went up in the time being, you feel me? But. You might be seeing a milestone right now. 963.4K. Damn. And then my other video blew up as well. So 743.2K. And then 81.2K. And once you get to 10K followers on in, on TikTok, you get paid. Yeah, the creator fund. So that's what I was previously getting paid for on my main page. But this is my business page. So my main page, you know, not to say that I'm like out there like, but, you know, I'm posting, you know, bikini pictures, you know, chilling, smoking a blunt, stuff that I'm not posting on my main page, mm-hmm. I mean, on my business page. So it's like the fact that my business page blew up and there's you know less chance of this page getting taken down because it's all... You know, business, business, yeah. legal, clean, very like I try to keep a very clean image on TikTok, especially because there's so many kids. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. And like I, I'm at what? Let's see. I'm at nine thousand four hundred and twenty-eight followers. So it's not even that not much to go before I'm back getting the creators fund. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, having my page get disabled and having my tiktok get deleted for you know violating terms it sucked you know i i was kind of depressed really like i was making so much money off of instagram and but between promos and getting paid for live like i had cashed out 500 dollars just for going live from instagram damn that's why like when people say oh it's just instagram to you it's just instagram to me it's a whole nother fund Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting paid. People were sending me free products. Like, I was a brand ambassador for a good couple of companies. So, I definitely, now definitely would suggest TikTok yeah. and Instagram for growing your business. Post everything, even if it's you just setting up, wiping down the table, little ASMRs, because you never know what people like. And you never know what's going to blow. Like, on top of that, like, keeping track of everything. As a business owner, it's very important. She brought the portfolio. Yeah, Damn. she brought. So, I keep track of everything notes. that I spent in my shop. Everything yeah, that we gotta get it organized. Though. <laughs> it we helps, really do. and it, when it comes down to you know being a legal business, they need all this information. You know, for to file your taxes and get your money back. Oh they, yeah, yeah. They need to know how much you're making, how much you're spending on products and materials. Like your profit margin needs to be on point. So this is everything Damn. everything even then i drew out the layout like we writing everything down we spend from now on i i suggest that if my number one tip as a businesswoman is what else you got a glock oh a glock <laughs> hey, <press> a glock. <laughs> <laughs> but this deletes this gets wet it could crack like a break mm-hmm. i've done i got four iphones on me right now I got four phones. Why? Why? Because two of them are broken. Hot. But why keep Hot. them on you? Because they got, you know, pictures and stuff, so I haven't really gotten rid of those. But this is my business phone, and this is my personal phone. So this number is linked to my Apple Pay and Zelle, so that it's a public number. Um, being a female, you guys probably won't have so many weird experiences, oh, but yeah, yeah, having yeah. my oh, number yeah. publicly on Instagram has definitely definitely been weird i've had men call me and tell me that i belong to them and that i'm their girlfriend and that they're gonna kill everybody that i'm involved with like there's been some crazy experiences so that being said i separated my personal number between that's smart yeah Yeah, i do i do want to do that though i want to have a uh a fucking phone at the office 
it's that. it's smart mm. it's really smart yeah that's the but I, I would suggest writing everything down this has everything i made even if even if it was free yeah everything this is the beginning of this is custom so this is like the first book i've ever wrote everything down in everything down in the brainstorming my clothing brainstorming you know stuff that's about to drop like i'm about to drop a coloring book for little latina and black women with interactive changing hairstyles and poems featuring you know some of my friends Damn. you know empowering <laughs> small black businesses Damn. small artists small poets i don't even know where What's the fuck to start with that <laughs> I- we just we just think about merch. Shit, we're here thinking about coloring books and shit like. It's so that, much that money is... to make. There's so much money. Look, like, damn, everything is written down. Everything damn. I would my, submit. My game up. This won't. This won't. You know, all this could do is get wet or catch on fire. And if you're responsible enough to keep this away from water and fire, then you're good. Yeah. Because from there, leads into the fact that I just opened a business account. Got a bonus of $3,000 just for opening a business account. I have all my legal documentation in two folders. I have my LLC. I have my IRS information, everything. My business is legal. You can look me up. Like, And it mm-hmm. feels great to have all, all of this. This is... Ooh, I keep hitting this damn mic. <laughs> the videos going to be like... Poosh, poosh, poosh. <laughs> But this is MV Habibi Customs. Yeah. This is everything. Everything that I've made, everything that I've invested in. You know, besides the fact that I don't have a car, obviously that plays into my funds. It take Lyft and Uber takes up most of my profit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Soon that will, you know, stop. I'm a New Yorker. I never really thought that I would need a car. Yeah. So coming down to Florida, you definitely need a car. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not really walking distance. Yeah. So, or it's a fat ass walk. I you know, it's just been going with the flow, you feel me? Hustling's always you know, making money has always been my thing. Cause I could always sell. Before mm-hmm. I got into customs, I was selling art. I was drawing graffiti tags on like this here. I'll show you some of my artwork. Yeah, we gotta get a business iPad too. Business iPad. Uh, yeah. And guess what? It's a tax write off. Every time I go out, you could give me your receipt for Subway, and that's a tax write off. Say less. <laughs> like, everything. So I was doing stuff like this on paper, and people was buying yeah, it. Show the camera. Uh, I don't know if people. Probably can't see that, but you know. Maybe yeah. it's because it's so light. I have more, but like. Little things like like this to make money. Graffiti tags and yeah. and anything, you know. I was doing, you know, homecoming in high school. People got to make banners. All right. $5 a banner. And I, you know, I got videos of that on TikTok too. Like, literally, like, people, anything people didn't want to do. You didn't want to do your art project, I would do it. Mm. Well. Got cupcake. <laughs> yeah, that was a little aggressive right there. Um, I'm gonna show you guys because, or when I graduated high school, mm-hmm. I had so many junior friends at the time when I was a senior that when they became a senior, and it was like seniors get to decorate Burger King crowns. I made over two hundred dollars on 
My first Damn. three Burger King crowns. Three. That's three. 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 Because I'm telling you, like they were full blown decorated. They was, they was crazy. Look. I was getting paid little things like doing little stuff. Anything people didn't want to do, I would do it. <laughs> Proposals for homecoming or prom. A whole. Yeah. Making money off of DIYs, it's, it's pretty lit, yeah. you feel me? I make most of my money off of dollar store items that I paint on. You know, boom, I dropped rolling trays. Rolling trays I get from the dollar store for a dollar. My, fir- my first time, I was hanging out with my homeboys once again. I got some good friends. I met some amazing people down here for real. But like I was saying, I have some really good homeboys. So, boom, we hanging out. I was like... Let's go to the dollar store real quick. I'm going to see if they have something i seen on TikTok. Move and, up a little bit. Hmm? Yeah, it's moving right there. So they had these pastry dishes. I think they were aluminum or some tin. Like a, It was stronger than like the little things you put in for like a barbecue or something. Oh, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. They were, you know, decent metal. So, you know, dollar store at the time was a dollar. It's now a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, that shit going up. Right <laughs> Everything's going up. Yeah. Taxes is just taking over the world. But yeah, I didn't even buy the first twenty-five. My homeboy did. So a twenty-five dollar investment. I painted each tray and charged people twenty-five to thirty-five dollars for each tray. My my profit margin was a thousand, mm, like two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, what you, yeah. Off of dollar store items and spray paint. Yeah, that's smart. Like buying the like my teacher does that. Like he buys like when he wants to make some out of like a big ass jar, he buys like like pickles mm-hmm. for like two dollars versus a eight dollar jar. It's I smart to buy the buy the containments of it and then just either use it or just throw it out and use the actual exactly. thing. Exactly. Or like and the then, boom, shot glasses as well. Like. You, <laughs> <laughs> no. You gonna eat the pickles? <laughs> oh no, no, that's not what he said. You wanna, you wanna repeat? You wanna... So we had this idea one time. So we, we was editing. Okay. And when we edit, sometimes we get off track. And uh-huh. sometimes we. <laughs> sometimes, all the time. All the time. So we was editing. And but this somehow... was sorry before he says it. It was straight business. Mm. Okay. So continue. we ended up looking up a ton. Like it was like a big canister. Well, not not even a canister. Like a. It it was a a big container of lube but it was a ton of it okay and we was thinking about getting as long as and selling some lube yeah yeah shit. like marinating some like watermelon or some shit in that making it different fucking cherries people, you know the things that plugs i just found out on tiktok that there's people that buy the crust buy the crust from your plugs you could sell anything huh the crust what's you, crust like Puss, you know, that yeah, dries like up. They, like, that dries up, like, around, like, when you get an earring and shit like that. Like, I build up dirt. I never, I never got an earring. I, I, oh, well, when you have earring or jewelry, like, after a while, you know, you get a little buildup, sweat, you know, mm-hmm. bodily fluids, you know. It's not normal to have a big-ass hole you can put your pinky through. So, it's like, 
Wow, you could sell that. There's girls that sell used panties. There's girls that sell yeah, tone clippings. There's guys that sell that stuff too. Like, there's I, honestly, if you're broke in 2022, you're lazy. There, you you could get paid off of anything. That's true. That is true. Huh? We gotta get our shit up. Yeah, we got we got to make some money. You guys are money. doing great though. Like, I did not expect to come in like. Yeah, you messaged me off your page, but I didn't really look deep. Like, I saw the first couple pictures, and then we're outside, or little pictures of you standing up. I didn't imagine this. Like, this is awesome. Appreciate this is it. definitely, like, it made me nervous sitting down with these microphones sitting here. Like, it's I, professional to me. Y'all doing a good job so far. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you yeah. for bringing me here and mm-hmm. letting me have the opportunity to share my story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot deeper than. Um, yeah, I thought. I, yeah, I, I, I knew thought. It was be deep, but, but yeah, uh, it, it got it. Yeah. Because like yeah, reading the DM of like the um, the one ink shop, and I was like, damn, I, I don't know where this is going, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like you know, and like I said, like this is not to bash any of them. There's great artists in there. There's great people in there. Great people piercers in there. The altercation that happened between me and the girl, like. I have no hard feelings about it. I'm not sure how she feels. I haven't talked to her since, but mm-hmm. I even considered like when I got my new tattoo bed, hitting her up to give her my old one, but I didn't because of you know, yeah, my sparks. overthinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like I didn't want to try and get back into you know, old things. Like I forgive people too much. I let people back in, and I'm loving. So I'm you know, 2022. I've stopped that. You know, I'm no longer rekindling things that were toxic for me. And that goes for people and habits as well. So, you know, I'm not yeah. trying to do that. I was there to drive. Like, with business, I would definitely suggest anybody, like, you know, finding, you know, not to say you have to have a reason to go for it because, you know, I never, for me, it's like I just never knew what was next after high school. Uh, I'm dyslexic. I never been, like, I was in AP classes, but it's like I was just getting by. I'm going to be real with you. Like, Oh, I understand. Like, I was the exact same way. Like, I was like, yeah. they, you know, I wouldn't do good grades, had a good GPA and all that, yeah. you know, even took my honors pictures and, you know, did walk the stage and all that. But it's like, yeah, I didn't get that shit. I <laughs> never had any ideas of college. I got into LSU and USF, never, never did anything with that. <laughs> like, Damn. I just no, didn't want to go to school. Yeah, I feel that because I tried community college for like two, three years, and I was like, "Fuck this shit," because like I didn't get any scholarships, I didn't get any financial aid, so I was like, mm. "And like, my thing is, I don't know, I don't like our the college system in a way." So I went to trade. Right now I'm in trade school. Okay. For four grand, I'll be making over a hundred. So yeah. it's a good trade off. Getting bang for your buck. You yeah. Me? For me, it's like. I just never really seen myself going to college. I didn't really get a lot of scholarships, even though, you know, I did maintain good, excuse me, grades for the most part. Um, I just want, I I just pictured myself like somehow, some way being financially stable. Honestly, when it came time, senior year, where they're having all the colleges and the different schools and the gym and you got to go sit down and talk to people. I walked up to the EMT for firefighting. (laughs) <laughs> that was my original plan for after high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, fuck it. I don't know what else to do. If I don't want to fully go into firefighting, at least I'd be a, you know, 
a for real EMT. Mm-hmm. But got the EMT stuff started and then I was reading up on the firefighting things and the requirements physically. Like I'm 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 not the biggest, you know, girl, you know, having to carry 80 pounds of yeah. weight and run into a fire and just not holding a, a certain like weight of a hose. Like it just seemed like a lot and shout out to firefighters for keeping it safe. But <laughs> I just didn't feel like it was my way to go. Mm-hmm. So I just stood making art, stood making art, yeah. stood making art. And then when I got the tattoo machine and actually started touching other people's skin, it was like, okay. I could do this because before it's like I'd never be a tattoo artist. My dad, my mom, they didn't really support the customs or the artwork. Like they liked it, yeah. Like it was cool. Like my daughter makes art, nice. They post it on Facebook, but it's like you need to get a real job, Cassie. You need to go to school, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's a, that's an old mentality though of like um, art not being a real job. Not yeah, art, but like I'm talking about like entrepreneurship in a way, like. A lot of parents are like, oh, you need to be a doctor or a lawyer, all that shit. When they like, like, say I wasn't trying to do like our shit. Like if we, if we just did the podcast and we had no money and stuff like that, I bet you our parents would be like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? You need to get a real job. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not going to pay the bills. Yeah. But I feel like if you try, if you're dedicated and determined and you get in that groove and consistency and you finally make it. It's kind of, I like that satisfaction of like proving them wrong in a way. Like, exactly. see, any, anybody can do this. It's like, all a part of the law of attraction. You feel me? Anything you can imagine in your mind's eye, if you put forth the energy and the effort and the work to get it, it's obtainable. Mm-hmm. On, on all the money you invest in, you can get right back out it, and invest yeah. in the long run. Exactly. You got to spend money to make money. So Literally. Like, I, like, when I first dropped and got everything from my shop, I literally spent $6,000. Yeah. I'm over here thinking, damn, I could have gotten a car. I could have done this. People had made fun of me. You feel me? I had dropped so much money into a business and I don't have an apartment. I still live with my mom and I don't have a car. I think I think that that whole scenario of like, especially in today's age where like everything's so fucking expensive to live in, mm-hmm. and like especially in this market where you ain't like if you're living by yourself, it's expensive. It's expensive here. as fuck. It's like having a house Literally. for an apartment for a yeah. one bedroom. Literally, like and so. My logic was, if I can't get a nine-to-five, how am I going to pay an apartment bill? How am I going to pay a car insurance, car note, car like, car payments? How am I going to pay for any of that if I don't have a nine-to-five and I don't have anywhere to do my business stuff? So I did what I felt like was right for my path, and I got a, store, a, a suite location. I got a tattoo shop. Now I'm working towards getting my car, and then... After that, we'll be getting an apartment and leaving, you know, home and such. But, you know, it's all t- it all takes time. You know, like I said, I had people... Twitter had a lot of shade towards me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's Twitter, though. Yeah, it is. Twitter, Twitter is crazy, got, yeah. but it's just like, it was people that I knew in real life mm-hmm. taking it to Twitter. But it's like, why does it even concern you? Like, is why that, does yeah. my money spending bother you? Like, why is... Me not having a car disturbing your peace. Yeah, like, I, is it something I, I, to clown about? Like, they just haters, really. Or then my biggest thing was like when I was doing customs, especially that I can't draw, that people only come to me because of my looks. That artist is not a real job, and I need to hurry up and get a real job. I still live with my mom. I don't have no car. 
whole bunch of stuff that they was just that, that's the main thing that people were throwing at me mm-hmm. no car living with my mom people only fuck with me for my looks mm-hmm. when whole time most of my clients are women you feel me it's moms trying to get outfits for their kids it's girlfriends trying to get shoes or things for their boyfriends or you know guys trying to get stuff here and there but most of my clients when it was customs and artwork were females mm-hmm. so the accusations of me only being liked because of my looks you know kind of bothered me because that's definitely not true i'm not saying i'm the best artist you know I, I look at my work and in my head i beat myself up but there's been times where i hated a piece and the clients over here loving it taking pictures posting it all over their social medias like it's different it's definitely different and i even made a tiktok technically like making fun of those people because it's like you told me to get a real job you told me people only like me for my looks you told me that i wasn't gonna do nothing and here i am the sole owner of a business at 20 years old yeah technically at 19 i'm a shop owner and a business owner at the age of 19 by myself no Mm. family help no family funds no friends funds Maybe, a couple, like I said, a couple rides here and there, but everything is by myself. And not only as a person, but as a woman, that's big. Yeah. Because bitches are lazy. Bitches expect men to take care of them. Bitches expect men to do everything. And, and I like having my own money. You feel me? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like, yeah. You know, the fact that I'm the guy that I'm talking to, you feel me? I could up and go, you know, I'm paying for lunch. You feel me? Like, I don't, I don't feel handicapped. I already feel handicapped enough that I got to get picked up and dropped off everywhere. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I'm not like, I got my funds. I got my bread. So it feels good. And that's another reason, that, especially young moms. Like, I definitely, another business venture that I do want to go to is like, I do want to start, you know, I don't know if it's going to be like a mentorship or maybe just like a how I did it or how you could start. Because like, I have vendors for hair, for lashes. I've, I've helped two businesses start up for lip gloss. My best friend started at a skincare line. She's also doing photography now. She's also has an art page. You know, I help her with those. Uh, my other business friends, they'll, you know, come to me for advice. They'll, every time I sit down with a tattoo client, if they ten, tell me that they have a business or something that they want to do, nine times out of ten, they leave knowing more knowledge than they knew. Having a vendor that they didn't know or having, you know, tips. Like, I just did an elephant on a girl's arm and she's a hair tech. And she was like, oh, I want to put my logo on some bonnets. Boom. I have someone. Gave it to her. I want a website. She knows somebody that's going to, you know, go with websites. Boom. Now I got, you know, a website in the works. So, like I said, networking, like I mentioned, like with the mural and stuff, like, it's it's cool. I mean, like, oh, like, I just, like, view it like if somebody would have helped me when I started, it wouldn't have been as hard. Like, that's as, as simple as mm-hmm. it is. Because it was hard. You feel me? Like, yeah. especially, you know, not to get too into it, but being a low-income family, my mom not, you know, being able to work and, and provide for the family. And at the time, my dad was still in New York. So it was just my, you know, my bedridden mother and me and my siblings. I'm the oldest in the house now. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I feel like some people, like, even us, like, when you compare both of our stories, like, you had to start from the bottom and work that way up. Like, we were fortunate, which we just have to be grateful for that. Yeah. That we had, like, we we had, like, we split our first camera three ways. 
um like we had resources already that maybe you didn't have when you first started so it's just it's just a good point of view looking at how other people have made their business yeah it's and you know like not even like like when I say like having a meaning, like it doesn't even have to be like hardships or you know get it out the mud, da da da, this and that. Like rags to riches you, and shit. You don't rags have to. Riches. You don't have to be rags to riches. Like be honestly, be thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, you know, if, unfortunately my parents did not put me in a position to you know graduate or turn sixteen and get a car or you know have funds. Like I've never really sat there and asked my parents for money to go shopping at the mall or just like everything that I have, everything in my room, everything in my shop, I own Mm -hmm. both these phones. I pay both these phone bills. I bought both of these phones, that iPad, I bought this bag, everything that's in here. I bought my parents are proud of me now that I'm a tattoo artist. Their dad always wanted me to be a tattoo artist. He didn't like the customs. Like he liked the artwork. Like I said, like, it's not like he was dragging it, but he Mm -hmm. would just, you know, you're not doing anything more. You're not yeah. doing anything more. But I definitely see more pride from him and like joy from him and my like in my business because of me, mm-hmm. you know, being a tattoo artist. And it doesn't stop there. Like I'm in the process of becoming a, of learning how to do laser tattoo removal. I'm also going to become a licensed notary so I can, you know, more income signing consent forms in my shop and, you know, instead of mm-hmm. sending someone to Amscot, oh, yeah. get their papers notarized so I could tattoo more minors. Uh-huh. Cause some minors, you know, they'll be wanting to come, but they don't want their moms there. I still can't tattoo them, you know, without somebody there, without somebody to give me that consent form and have it. You know, there's two. Cause when it's a um, a minor, you have to do the Florida State one and a personal shop like consent form. So if I'm a notary, instead of you know, moms be like, oh no, I don't want to drive around looking for a notary. This. And even though there's an Amscot across the street from my shop. You could just do it with me yeah. here, and I get you know an additional ten. Yeah, you got all in one. Boom. Yeah. So, it's a, like a jack of all trades, picking up different things. It's it's fun. Like I've there's different niche. Like it's I, it's called a niche. Having a business or a hobby that you make money off of, mm-hmm. that you can make a living off of, and I want like I said, I want to start a YouTube. I'm just I'm not the best with talking and. I do get to, like, cussing and stuff a lot. So it's, like, it's little things oh, I, I yeah. want to work with and calm myself down. i got to get a camera. There's a whole bunch of different fun things that I want to get into. But definitely, like, I guess being a business mentor, just being someone that talks and helps people because I've inspired a lot of people. Like, I get a lot of messages on Snapchat now of people like, oh, you've inspired me to do this or, like, my my shop like has a whole bunch of artwork from a whole def- different whole bunch of different people. Like I bought in my shop, I have these big Powerpuff Girls put on on canvases. And yes, I could have painted it myself, but so, it was someone's artwork, and I wanted to support her, and I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Didn't question her on the price. Didn't you know try and nag? Sent the money, she dropped it off. Boom! I wanted a custom rug. All the big you know custom rug people. We're all booked up, you know, that on Instagram and stuff. So I searched, typed in custom rug on hashtags and found somebody that was a small business. And I messaged her and I got two rugs made. I got a croc rug because I fucking love crocs. Look at them. (laughs) (laughs) 
have 14 pairs, but that's what's up. I'm, oh, Jesus yeah. fucking. You're not, you're, you're why, an investor. Get, you're an investor, right? Yeah. Why get your $300 Jordans covered in tattoo ink when you could get a pair of $50 Crocs yeah. covered in yeah, tattoo Yeah, my, my Crocs say fuck you on the front of them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because fuck you. Yeah, exactly. The Crocs, just, they speak without speaking. Mm-hmm. With the gibbets <laughs> and all that. Like, I love them. Crocs, sponsor me. Yeah, like what we're really trying to do is like we started our own shit. Like we're trying to get the point of view of other business people, and we're trying to support small businesses also. Tampa is filled with talent, undercover Mm -hmm. talent. Like I'm a New Yorker, I will never claim Tampa as my home, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely my second home. I Mm -hmm. made, you know, some of the biggest decisions and moves for myself down here. Like I said, I don't feel like my customs would have boomed like they done down here because, you know, it's the Tampa swag to have the birthday fits dripped out or the dicky suit dripped out. That's mm-hmm. Tampa. Like like I said, New York is hats, maybe a shirt, maybe a couple, you know, paint spiders on the pants, but you're not getting, you know, all the swagged out stuff, like between hairstyles and I in New York, by the time when I was in New York, it was Silk pressed, or you know, the bang in the bun, or you know, quick little slick pony. I came down here, there's bitches with pink braids, and there's bitches with you know, the braids that spiral upwards, and all the guys got wicks that stand up. Like, I ain't never seen hair stand up. <laughs> that's that Florida shit. That's yeah. that Florida yeah. shit. You feel me? Like, that, that's crazy. And then being like, this is literally there. I network with so many, even not even only in Tampa, just like Orlando. I, I have business connections with people in Orlando. like I think like, if you want to sell hair, I got vendors for you. If you want to sell lashes, I got vendors for you. If you want juice, I got a, a man that sells juice. I got if you want custom aprons, custom barber jackets, I got people that do that. I got barbers and hairstylist friends. I got braid friends. I got lash techs. I got nail techs. I got hair techs. I got makeup techs. Like damn, I I got connections. Anything that all I gotta do is pay the price, and I get it. Now you got the podcast. Boom. Hello. And there's, yeah. there's a probably like hopefully you guys you know get to interview more people like and more people follow from my page when this posts so that you can network and hear more people's stories because I like I said I have a lot of friends and I do want their stories and business to succeed just as much so like I said when I got the rugs the girl was like oh you don't have to pay that much and I was like how much do you want for the rugs <laughs> like come on let me pay you. Where's the cash app? Like, like I have probably over $2,000 worth of work on my arm. That's fire. Damn. I didn't question anybody. Didn't question anybody. Don't I don't haggle prices. I don't owe. I respect that. Cut that yeah. down. Cause yeah. like, if you guys told me that I had to pay for this interview, I would have paid out flat. If it was a yeah. photo show, I would have played out flat. I don't. I don't, you know, I don't want people doing that to me. I still get people doing it to me, mm-hmm. but you feel uh, me? Yeah, I feel like we don't have enough business friends, like business mind friends that like we we don't know how to value ourselves in a way for like photos and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you say we overprice people, but we don't have a price. That is true. That's the thing. And all this starts is making a simple banner and, you know, considering Everything that you put into it, how much you spend on the mic, how much you spend on the camera, how much you spend on that, how long are you going to be there, mm-hmm. what, how much things are you doing there, are you getting videos and pictures, 
Are you getting sound for the videos? If it's HD, high quality, then you 4K. give them packs. Yeah, 4K. 4K. We all about 4K. You feel 4K. me? Like, all that's a different thing. Like I said, like, my homeboy that did my photo shoot, like, he had, you know, different backdrops. He had, you know, his camera. He had the flash. Like, I brought my own things. Like, the backdrop, like, the balloons I brought. I also had gotten a, a money, you know, gun off of Amazon. That, But that's little things. Like, with photo shoots, little investments that, you know, okay, if you want to add the money gun, that's an, an additional $50. If you want to add the, the block right there, it's an additional. And people will pay for that. You feel me? It's, you know, it's it's creative. Nobody wants basic and boring. Everybody, in Tampa, everybody's trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're humble about it for the most part. Or from what I've seen, you feel me? Everybody's on, on their own drip. There is, you know, the haters that's like, oh, everybody wants to be a lash tag. Everyone wants to be a hair tag. Everybody wants to do tattoos. There's multiple brands of bread for a reason, right? Nobody's buying the same bread. You might want wheat from Wonder Bread, and I might want whole grain from a different (laughs) one. You You feel me? Like They're a whole bread fucking. (laughs) You feel me? It's just just facts. You feel me? Not. Yeah, I agree. Like, I know, I know. Four of my homegirls are, are lash techs. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And though I, you know, have, I'm loyal to one of them, I support the other ones. I still post their flyers. I still post their, you know, you know their their promotion videos. I still or my homegirls that that does lashes. Like when I first started getting lashes, I literally did a mural for lashes. I did 17 hours of LV hand painted on her lash suite. And I got a couple sets of lashes. You know, lashes are expensive. I usually pay around 190 to 250 whenever I go. Like I said, I don't haggle people. If that's your price, if that's what you think, your work, your time, and your prop, like your profit margin between what you're spending to get me to look how I want to look, then mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay it. Yeah. Because people are gonna pay for what they want. TikTok. Non-stop ideas, non-stop ideas, non-stop ideas. I got my rolling trays idea from there. I got my shot glass idea from there. I got some new stuff that I'm about to drop from there. You feel me? And that's why I started posting my videos because it's like if I'm inspired by other people, other people going to be inspired by me. So. Yeah, because I know we have a, our friend does like fitness and stuff like that. And I'm going to do photo shoot. And I also want to help her with her thing and do a, like, commercial. Like, I want to start doing commercials for, like, local businesses. Or not, like, local businesses, but, like, like you like you type of people. Like, the small businesses. Like, yeah. doing a commercial for you. Like, say if you have a website and shit why like that. Why buy big when you go some Or look, like, the, on the video of the lighters that blew up, mm. nonstop comments about how you could just go to Bic and order some. So, you know... I got angry because it's like, okay, I get that. You could go to Bic and order lighters. But this is why mine is different. Mm-hmm. On Bic website, you can order six lighters for twenty four ninety nine, but they all have to be the same lighter. And the picture is, mod- like, it's, it's, what's, what's the word? Hmm. It's reviewed. You feel me? If you're a woman and you want to get your man's little freaky little lingerie picture lighter, you're sending that picture into someone you don't know to get mm-hmm. reviewed, and it may or not get reviewed. So then yeah. you got to deal with the process of getting a refund because your picture was not accepted. While with me, you could get six lighters for twenty one dollars, so I'm 
three dollars cheaper and you could get multiple different lighters yeah get a picture of your dog picture of your baby picture of your cat all for three dollars cheaper and you're supporting a small business so i responded to the comments and made my little response video back obviously people and then i had people saying it looks ghetto and ratchet and and low budget everybody has their opinion you feel me i'm not I'm not big. I'm not putting out high quality lighters. It was mm-hmm. just something I was doing real quick for my homegirl. I posted it and it went viral. Now I made $600 off of lighters and I have 960 something K views on TikTok. Yeah. So anything happened. That's mm-hmm. why I just say record everything, post everything. You're going to be your number one supporters until people catch on. It's annoying. And... It's funny now because everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Nobody wants to work. But the difference is if you want to do it or if you just want to make money. You can't get it. You can't start a business. I refuse to believe that you can start a business just wanting money. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had a, girls come up to me. I want to start tattooing. It looks fun. It looks easy. Okay. I want to say easy. It's definitely fun. But it's also scary. I've had people. I want to start tattooing because I know y'all make good money. That right there is not the good a good aspect. What about your customer care? Most of the clients that I deal with in tattooing, the tattoo artists don't even explain how you're supposed to take care of it. It's all you gotta do is tell them how to take care of the tattoo, but you're not doing that. Yeah. When I have a phys- I drew a physical diagram on how to take care of it. I have instructions posted on my wall, and I give out packets of cream. I don't charge for it. I just give it out. Do you have aftercare? No. Oh, here you go. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do once you get home. If you don't have this kind of soap, go get this kind of soap. Yeah. Customer probably. care is going to be my number one thing, personally, because customers is how you get good. If you go on Google right now, I have nothing but five stars. Yeah, because if you, if you have yeah. tons of one stars, they're going to be like, this is, nah, don't, yeah, it's bad business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I literally posted... Hey, if you've had services by me, could you please go leave a review? And I have twenty, like twenty-two to twenty-three positive, all five stars, all people saying that I'm good, I'm comfortable, I, I'm, you know, my prices are decent, you know, I work, and then I even have people, you know, my friends that got customs that went because my name for my shop is Envy's Mixed Media Studio because I'm not solely a tattoo artist, I'm a freelance artist, I do anything, I'll come mm-hmm. paint your house. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll make you some rolling trays I'll customize your shoes I'll give your daughter a birthday outfit You want me to come to the birthday party and paint the kids faces I'll come to the birthday party and paint the p- kids faces This Sunday I got, I'm gonna be painting at a baby shower You hmm. hear me? Hustling for real Yeah, that, that, God damn There's yeah. money in everything And as long as people want it I'm gonna do it And I'm gonna make that money mm-hmm. So I, I laughed back at it I, Before I was so mad So hurt that people were so saying Like why how could people think that people only like my art because I'm I'm pretty? Mm-hmm. Like, dang, I'm not trash at art. I'm pretty good. I just, you know, my face, yeah, I do post my face. I'm not going to not post my face. I want the people to know who they're coming to. But that's not why they're coming to me, you feel me? Coming to me because of my artwork. Coming to me because of my vibe, because of the comfortability, you feel me? I'm a private suite. And it's just inspired me to even when I do get a big shop, I will have a private back room. For just me and my artists will be on the outside, you know, with their own area. I already have ideas on, you know, having, you know, resellers come and have their stuff in there. I know resellers. I know, you know, people that got bots for the shoes. I know people that got the off-white, the, you know, the, the stuff that's like, oh, yeah, the statue is like $3,000 because Hypebeast want it. The stuff, you know, little bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I have connections with all of that. So it's like, 
why wouldn't I continue to network and continue to help people out? Like I said, that 17 hours of painting on a wall got me free lashes, but then it also got me two other mural gigs. Yeah. Which got me income. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Everything everything has... Everything has for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you saying this, like us inviting you on the here, like you giving us the free soundproofing and stuff like that like you could have left it on red you could have been like nah (laughs) yeah i've been trying to get rid of it honestly but it's like if you're actually going to use it Mm -hmm. why not yeah which we all we appreciate that yeah i would say yeah it was called yeah we always made we always um because when you respond it was like 3 a.m we're like damn like we wait, we wake up to the dm (laughs) it's just so hard that's my that's one of my biggest flaws as a business person right now it's just staying my i constantly you know due to personal reasons my phone is constantly on do not disturb i recently had um my big brother pass away Mm. and this march is not only his birthday but the anniversary of his death Mm. so it's hard Mm -hmm. i'm not not trying to get emotional but you know losing a sibling is something that i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy It, it it hurts really really bad and I've never experienced, you know, you as a kid, you go to funerals for grandmas or grandpas or uncles or aunts or second, you know, second cousin that you never really knew, never really had a, a connection to. I was playing DSI and running around with my cousins at a funeral because I didn't, you know, feel the sadness because I didn't know these people in comparison to seeing my brother laying in a coffin. It destroyed me. And, like, that's why... I feel like I got my studio so fast. I I went to Miami to celebrate my other brother's birthday, and I came back, and the first message I seen was my new landlord responding back to me that I could come see the property. Then I got the studio July 3rd, my grandmother's birthday, who also passed away. So it's like, as sad as I was and as much as I wanted to stop after they took my Instagram after my brother passed away because, you know, he was another big inspiration and in pushing me and telling me to keep going. And he loved my art regardless of what other people had to say. Still going, I know he's proud of me. And I know, you know, when I post and I celebrate my third year of being in a fit, because I, I consider, you know, 2019 my, my you know, my a starting point for my business because that's when I actually like made a page for it mm-hmm. and actually started promoting it. I've been a businesswoman my whole life, but that's 2019 is the year that I started, started and made a page and made it official. So it's going to be my three year anniversary on my brother's birthday, March 2nd, and he passed away March 31st. So as sad as I am to go into this month, I'm excited, I'm proud of myself. It hurts. But I, you know, I can't stop living. I got four other siblings to, you know, make proud. I got four other people to live on for. I got friends that want to... This is coming from, you know, a woman that was in such a hard place at so many times. Like, if I had shorts on, I have self-harm scars all over my legs. Something I'm not proud of, I am going to get them tatted. But it's been hard. Now, I'm not to be a Debbie Downer or anything. Like I said, like you said, you know, some people are, you know, more fortunate. They don't have to go through as many things to shape them into the people that they are. But just being considerate is enough. Yeah. Being like acknowledging the fact that you come from, you know, enough to be stable is enough. Because you could, you know, walk around and be a big ass dick and, you know, oh, well. Mm-mm-mm. I've a lot of spoon-fed people are like that. I don't like being around people that are given everything. People that are spoiled, I don't. 
you know, the whole people raised off of, you know, pain or struggle versus people raised off of love, they can't really get along. I do and I don't believe that mm-hmm. because it just it's all about how you you carry about yourself. Because me, like, I came from a negative environment. I could have stood in a neg- negative environment, but I didn't. You know, you can't control what happens to you. You can only control how you react to it. If I allowed myself to feed into depression and feed into, you know, negativity and feed into all the things that was dragging me down, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be the businesswoman that I am today. I wouldn't have, you know, the role model figure that I do for my younger siblings and my friends. Like, And it's crazy because I didn't even see that. You feel me? I look back now and I look at my senior high school yearbook. I didn't have enough money to buy a yearbook senior year. I stapled a whole bunch of papers together, and I wanted everybody to sign my papers. So if you had something to say about me graduating or, you know, about me leaving and you felt some type of way, write it on a piece of paper. A teacher seen that and went and bought me a yearbook. I didn't throw away the papers. I just stapled them into the yearbook. And every one of those papers is somebody saying that they know I'm going to be great, that they know I'm going to do things, that they know my art's going to go somewhere. And that's coming from a girl that was just selling stuff in school, making a quick buck, trying to, you know, get a little extra money at home for my moms and for me. Like, it's inspiring because it's like, dang, these people believed in me, and I didn't believe in myself, and I'm just now seeing again. You know, you don't look at your yearbook really after high school. You put that shit in a box and you yeah. go about life. I'm 20 years old now. Like, reading that, like, it really made me cry. Messages from my teachers, knowing, like, them saying, like, regardless of where I came from, regardless of the pain that I've been through, they knew I was going to be something, and I am something. You know, in high school... Miss <laughs> Loomis always would like brag, or all the teachers would brag about how this one student got onto the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. Oh. I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, was it um, Geronimo Allison? Yeah. Boom. So like Miss Loomis, especially, she would all like, oh, he would sit right there in that chair and he wouldn't listen to and look, look where he got now, listening to us and da da this and da that. Like in my head, I'm like. They could brag about me like that now, cause look at me, like I was in that chair and I wasn't listening and I listened and now look at me. I'm a I'm a tattoo, you know, artist. I'm a licensed tattoo artist. I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. You feel me? At twenty years old, yeah, I'm gonna keep saying that. I'm very proud of myself. As and you should be. I want other people to feel that same way, especially young women, especially young moms, because that's one negative thing about Tampa. It's a lot of, you know, Baby's out of wedlock, and you know, a lot of women just seem to stop after that. You feel me? I don't believe it. I don't have a kid, so I can't speak from experience, but it doesn't stop. Like, starting a business, if it could change your life, then start it. Mm. But don't start it for the ill intention of only making money. Find something you have a passion for, find something that you like doing. That's what I'm doing with my best friend. You just said photo shoot. My best friend just came and did a photo shoot of me in my shop while tattooing somebody. Boom. Come do a photo shoot of me tattooing somebody. It might not be a lot. You might get two, three likes. You know, I don't have my 18K page no more, but somebody's going to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. Come do it again. Somebody's going to. I got three likes on that picture on my page. It's going to go viral one day. It's going it's gonna, it's gonna to hit one day. Like I said, my best friend started a, a skincare line. She stopped that. 
she started drawing, she stopped that, she started doing makeup, she stopped that, now she's doing photography and art again. Take your trials and tribulations, because you never know. This might be a thing, then you might be shooting videos for Jack Boy and freaking Gucci, who knows, or taking pictures of who, whoever else. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a whole bunch of different things. Mm. So, I would just say, like, keep going the way you guys are, because... You're doing good. This is a great setup. Very professional. Never had a real looking microphone in my face before. <laughs> so, you know, it's a first for a lot of people. Yeah. And with that thought, I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a very, um, very deep, inspirational too, <laughs> from the business standpoint. Yeah. Um, if you didn't stay the whole way through, then you'd be missing out. <laughs> If yeah. you didn't, you got bored of me talking. <laughs> I am a chatterbox, but you know, I guess it's in a good sense. Oh yeah, if it inspires yeah. people. It's, yeah, it's not like you were spitting bullshit the whole time though. So like you were, you were speaking facts the entire time. Yeah. Young bullshit. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, not that. That's all. I'm. Hey. I'm. I'm, I'm you got we gotta get our shit up. That's that's all I'm hearing now. Yeah, we gotta start. We gotta start. Even now, somewhere. I feel that same way though. Like when I see other people, like I've seen people like on TikTok, they're like, "Oh, I'm six months into my apprenticeship, and they're doing whole thigh pieces." Like I'm technically this is my like my first year, like a solid year of me tattooing. I'm still, you know, just now getting into big pieces. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I could do more. Mm. I could be pushing myself more. But at the same time, I give myself credit. You know, acknowledge the fact that you know. You came far. You didn't, like you said, you had two folding tables. It's a nice little sturdy table right here. This is real microphones. Not no, you know, cheap little Amazon things. This is real. It's legit. So be proud of yourself. Be humble. Yeah. But, you know, reach for, you know, Pop Smoke said, reach for the stars, aim for the moon. What? Yes. You at the stars right now, but you're trying to get to the moon. Yes, exactly. Oh. Family, it's, it's in the bag. Y'all got this. And there's plenty of people in Tampa that all you got to do is just get a go. Boom. I'm going to put you on connection to my homeboy, LJ. He's a he's a, mo- a mobile barber. He does some fire stuff. Boom. You do a photo shoot for him. You get some videos of him. Boom, boom, boom. He's a man of his money. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to speak of his pockets, but, you know, y'all could work <laughs> with y'all, you know, y'all could work out your deals and stuff. And that's promotion for both of y'all. He gets some fire barber pictures and y'all get his exposure of him promoting y'all. Same thing, he has friends with um, clothing lines, with zip-up hoodies and cool stuff. I, every day, somebody's trying to come up with clothing line. You got, what well, you got Brat 2 Society, you got Trap Scars, you got Saucy Status, you got, like, I'm just name-dropping, like, that's that's three off of people. Like, I've done business collabs with so many people. I've done, for Brat 2 Society, she ordered 30 rolling trays. She flat out, I told her $300, she flat out cash out to me. I was looking on my phone, like, she she legit about this. I literally sat there and I painted the same tray over and over and over and and that's a collab. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Collabing with businesses down here is gonna make you that. And I would suggest going out to the club. This right here, it's called a popple. I I got it off Instagram, but if you tap it and you. Oh, Open it up. Load. All my socials come up. 
So you're drunk in a club, you know. What's your Instagram? What's your this and that? Tap of the phone, you got everything. Cool. Yeah, that's that's smart. I know with our photography, I send some people, and there's one guy on on YouTube. He has a little um, like flip book with his photos and stuff, and it's like this big. So it's not like it's a big ass portfolio. It's something that he can even hand out somebody. Hey, just to, yeah, just I need show. to get something like that with my tattoos. See, that you just gave me an idea. Yeah, I yeah, and it's only like eighteen dollars. Boom. Like oh, and then business cards. Like I used to think. Yeah, business cards is another yeah, one we I, need I, to. I, I didn't yeah. Until I really realized. If we started this shit when I was in high school, because I made business cards for my classes, bro, we would have had like ten thousand of them. And just you lined don't even up. have to have a lot of like a lot of information on it. You yeah. Can take your Instagram barcode and post it on that and just give it out at the mall. I network like I'm so grateful that I got this job because it's constant networking. I met. Tattoo. I met a tattoo artist that was closing up. He gave me a whole bunch of stuff. I met a um a business worker for Instagram, and she's helping me get my Instagram back. Hopefully, I met a business accountant that recommends going with who I am for like for my business um taxes and this and that. Like constantly, you know, go outside or like while in the mall, a YouTuber came up to the kiosk and she was like handing out little. She, you could tell she printed them from Walgreens, little photos of her, and then her Instagram label, her her hand, her handle for YouTube, her Snapchat. And then when I got off of work, I seen she was still doing it. So I was like, come here. Sat down with her. I talked to her, and I was like, you know, you should start doing this and that. Try and get this out. Like, She was like, I'm scared. Like, I don't know how to approach people. And I was You're doing a good job. You feel me? Or a guy came up to me. He was like, hey, I'm... I'm in this selling job, and I'm supposed to be practicing going up to people and talking. So if you could, you know, give me some, you know, critiquing on how I'm doing it. I sat there with him for a couple of minutes, and I was like, well, you're doing a great job. Like, don't beat yourself up on being anxious. Like, you're doing good. Keep going. Like, it's so, those little words and little experiences that you have with people mean so much. And I'm just now realizing that, like, I get so many messages on Snapchat from people I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Of people saying that, you know, I inspired them to do this, this, and that. Or, you know, I motivate them. Even the girl that I got the rugs from, she was like, how do you stay motivated? How do you keep going? Like, how do you stop artist block? Shit, I don't even know. But, you know, I got to drive for it. I like mm-hmm. that money. I like, you know, I like being comfortable. Just don't get too comfortable. Always, always want more. Always yeah. keep going. I could talk for hours about this. Business is like, because it's just, that's another thing. I just didn't know that there was people that aren't business minded. Mm-hmm. Like I would sit down with friends, homegirls, and I would spit out different ideas. And they just, they'll look at me with a blank face. Like they're lost. And it's just like, some people just really, like, there's business school for a reason. I like, I always like, whenever people tell me they're going to business school, I look at them I'm like, why? Like, Economics pretty much taught you if if you took it. I took AP economics, so if you oh, took yeah, it, that's a you know you get the basic jigsaw, yeah. um, just of how you know the business world works and how you know money goes into the you know government and how taxes work and yada yada that all that. So from that and then witnessing you know the ladies in the girl house having to pay taxes and having their tax guy come and I actually you went to the same tax guy that they were using and not only that 
you know, I supported him and posted him. He gave me a discount. He didn't have to, but, you know, he hooked me up with a discount. So it's, you know, benefits of networking. Just get outside, go outside, promote, make banners, make flyers, leave them in Walmart, leave them here, leave business cards here. I take Lyft everywhere, and every time I get in a Lyft, I leave a business card. It's to the point where one of my homegirls off Instagram got in a Lyft, and they seen my business card and took a picture and was like, look what I found. I was like, yeah, I'll be leaving them there. <laughs> leave them in the That's side smart. of the door. Yeah, that's smart. Or I'll throw them in the bag. If people don't, like, if people seem like they're in a rush in the mall and they're not trying to really talk, I'll just throw them in the bag. If I have the time, you know, I'll, you know, pitch it in. Oh, I'm a licensed tattoo artist. You know, oh, I do custom shoes. Oh, you're looking for this? I got you. You feel me? Little things like that, like, it really helps. Sneakerheads, see if people want to do photo shoots. Models, only fan girls, ask them if they want to do photo shoots. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to undersell, um, undersell your stuff, but drop discounts. You feel me? Discounts is what gets them attention. I have t people that, friends that have never gotten tatted with, of me, like with me. But since I'm doing flash sheets and doing, you know, $14 tattoos on Valentine's Day, they plan on coming. Mm. You know, that, that made me think my own things about them. But, you know, at the same time, at least, you know, they're coming. They're going to support. But it's like some people really won't jump until they see a little flash yeah. sale. Uh, I work with, like, I work in the restaurant industry, and there's a lot of, like, people that are in, like, senior year, and I've had, like, two, pe like, two, three people came up about, like, senior photos, because I know, like, I, like, the big mainstream companies be spending, like, that's a lot of money to do it, but I can do it for budget, like, $50 a pop. Boom. <laughs> and then, boom, you come into play. You order one of the backdrops. You have me come in and paint the backdrop mm -hmm. that's custom. Nobody else in Tampa is going to have that backdrop. You don't even have to do it the paint way. I could design it, and then you can order it and get it, have it printed out as an actual business thing. And they got, not a business, an actual backdrop. Mm -hmm. Boom, with that, like I said, the money machine, finding um, a small business to work with for ladies. When women come in, if they, oh, I forgot my lashes. Oh, well, here's whatever's business lashes. If you want to purchase one for whatever the price may be, boom. Now you're supporting someone else and you're making a little bit more change yeah. because you have that. Props is really good. for Videography, there's really so much you can do. Like, And that's popping. Like the little edits of the little lights going on, neon lights going on people. Like trendy things, fighting, like jumping on trends, is that's a big thing. That's a really big thing. And then also showing your face, showing that you're, you know, you're a human. Mm -hmm. understanding you feel me a lot of people are very fond of the whole late fees and and the cancellation fees and the this and that fees and this and that fees and this and that fee i don't do late fees for tattoos i have people constantly oh i'll pay a late fee you're good get here safe get here fed and get here when you can like i'm not unless i'm like really stressed out the the day to the point where i'm like okay well i'm kind of on a time crunch i don't you know mm -hmm. i don't bug people yeah. It's all about, like, your character. You feel me? You got to give people a good experience to want to come back. Like, if you go if you go to a barbershop and you get your hair fucked up, you going back? No. You go to the barbershop and the nigga's talking shit about the nigga that just left, you going back? Fuck no. You mm -hmm. feel me? Because yeah. you know when you leave, they bashing you. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Tampa's full of drama. There's It's like every other day I hear of different shops or salons of hair techs or lash techs or makeup techs and it may just be you know women but of talking shit or spilling the tea you feel me little stuff like that i make it sound like my there's there's a camera in my shop 
and I have a sign that says smile you're on camera so it's like I've, I'm very clear of you know everybody you know I'm here for a tattoo it's tattoo therapy I don't really want to hear you bash blase blase it's therapy talk your shit you know fuck my baby daddy and, and fuck this nigga and fuck that hoe mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not to the point where it's like oh yeah envy envy shop is is the drama house you feel me you come in there you're gonna tat it's good reputation like that's main thing yeah two young men you feel me it may be a little bit different especially with getting women clientele but boom i'll do a photo shoot with you guys promote you guys okay. try and get people to you know women to see that's another thing when i did that photo shoot it's lingerie that 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 was a g-string in the back i'm, I'm a slim woman so i told the photographer straight up i was like shout out to no limit photos i told him straight up like i don't want to take any pictures from the back in this one because i don't like how i look but not only did he take that into consideration he was gassing me up mm-hmm. that's another thing with these things Especially with photo shoots, you want to make everybody feel comfortable. You want to make them, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm not, you know, try not to be a creep or make people feel weird, but, you know, you'd be like, yeah, like, okay, you eating that shit, like, ooh, like, give, <laughs> hype them up, you feel me? Get them a little, a little something, something to come back to, like, oh, yeah, I want to go back to him because mm-hmm. he made me feel good about myself. I love the pictures. It's good quality. It's good times. You feel me? Like, that's what's going to mm-hmm. bring people back. That's going to give good order. Oh, I got a photographer. He's great and he's super chill. Because every time like I get a recommendation with somebody, it's like, oh, yeah, she's great. She's fire. Like, we could literally sit here and read my reviews on Google and all of them are of sweet things. And it's not like I bribed people to do it. Yeah. I did ask people to go leave reviews, but they're all good. Yeah. I didn't tell people to go leave five stars. I said, go leave an honest review about your experience. And all of them been good. So I'm very happy with that. Now, I'm not saying I won't, you know, I know I'm going to, there's going to come a day where I get the negative review and I'm going to have to deal with that. I'm not really ready for it, but I'm trying to be ready for it. I, as a businesswoman, I have had mistakes where I've, you know, gone into a client's, you know, I've said some things, you know, the New Yorkers come out of me. I've gotten disrespectful. I do regret a lot of things, you know, situations that have happened, you know, but you're human. Don't yeah. beat yourself up about too much stuff. But be safe. You feel me? Realize, do everything right. I know you guys aren't doing anything like technically like harmful or something that you guys could necessarily get sued for. But like with me, like when I was tatting without license, yeah, like yeah. I was very precautious on how I dealt with people because I knew that all it took was one call and I could face charges. I could face this and that. Same thing like with lashes or nails is if you're doing that wrong and you, you know, put somebody in a negative space, all it takes is one call. Yeah. So something to be mindful of. But y'all in a good industry, really. There's there's a lot of, you know, I had the opportunity to go meet Drew filmed it, but I didn't go. Um, I should have. I do regret it because I would have met Uzi, too. Damn. <laughs> I slipped because I could have got my Uzi dollar signed. but. I I couldn't, but boom. At the same time, on that other page, I was networking. I talked to Chef G, Jack Boy, Ron Suno, Shorty Shorty, mm. No Cap. Mm. Yeah, they did approach me because of my looks. I can't lie. But I didn't. that didn't stop me from, oh, yeah, here's my business page. Trying, did they cop anything? No. 
but I tried. They seen yeah. my page. Showed initiative. They responded. They tapped it. Chef G liked my, you know, when I was like, oh, I got to promote my business. He said, as you should. You feel mm-hmm. me? That made me feel good. You feel me? That he, he is a knowledge. He knows that I do art. You know, free the guys. Hopefully, you know, gets out and cops some stuff. But you feel me? Like, it's, it's the fact that I tried. Yeah. Like, there's, there's so many. And then. Boom, you got T9, he's local. You got Duda, he's local. You got all these aspiring rappers. Shoot, start doing music videos. Yeah, so we just did a open mic, open mic with our friend James. Shout out, probably chill. <laughs> um, and then uh, we had our friend Charles that helped us. He, he got a, a collective called Barely Legal, which they have a show this Friday. Okay. Pop out. Um, and Fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we... Music, I think that's been our, like, connection-wise, that's where most of our stuff is. Mm-hmm. But we do want to branch out, too. Especially, like, with photography, car community stuff, um, businesses, all that shit. Plenty. I got playing my best friend as a 1999 MR2. Mm. Boom. Pictures of that. Like... The car scene is crazy right now. It's a little hot, especially in Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Unfortunately, because some kids came and, you know, I've, I've been at the, you know, the one that they got into the chips and started ro- throwing all the chips out the trucks and stuff. Stuff like that I don't like going to. But, like, meetups where like it's the really, chill ones. Yeah, where people yeah. are like posting up with their cars. Like, cars and coffee is pretty chill. Um, few of, yeah, I like them chill. Like, during the day ones, once it turns night in Tampa, yeah, really that's nice. when that night, shit goes crazy. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, get those videos. Go yeah. outside. Get those nightlife walk eboard yeah that's what yeah that's what we've been I, like i want to start doing like street photography with like getting a gopro strapped on my chest and like and taking make photos a sign. shoot tips yeah you know five dollars a photo real quick boom network stuff mm-hmm. like that it's it's going it's going to kick i yeah. promise you. They, just, there's a lot of photographers in tampa there's yeah. a lot of people down here doing it find your own your own wave with it Boom! I did for no limit photos. I designed his no his logo, so now every time I get my pictures done by him, it's my own artwork, being the watermark. That's fire. My homegirls go to him. My artwork is their watermark. That's yeah. fire. You feel me? It's promoting me at the same time, and you know I get to see my bitches look like a bad bitch. Like why wouldn't I want that? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of shit. There's a whole bunch of pluses. It's, man, Tampa is just filled filled with Tampa talent. Tampa talent. That's a that's another thing. Tampa talent on on um, what's it call it? On Facebook, I joined them. I was promoting my stuff through there. That's how I found you know certain people, asking Instagram, interacting with Instagram, posting, using hashtags isn't you know, as good for the algorithm as it used to be, but it helps. Mm-hmm. Tampa eight one three Tampa car meets Tampa this this and that. It's local. Someone's gonna click on it. Then you throw in a little, you know, New York, Boston. Like every time I post my my pictures on my business page now, I have Daytona, Orlando. I've had DMs. People, oh dang, I thought you was in Orlando because of your hashtags. No, but I do plan on traveling soon. So hopefully, you know, that's an opportunity. Or if you're ever in Tampa, now you know. Boom. Or nine times out of ten, if they live in Orlando, they got relatives in Tampa. So now they're aware of me and can send me to those relatives in Tampa. Mm. So whole, it's it's yeah. easy. Yeah, it's it's a, so we we just we just yeah, want we like, we're not even like, we're not even scraping the surface. Social and, media is gonna be your number your number one thing. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest way to push it. 
and you guys are talented. Obviously, you know a lot about technology. See, that's my downfall. I don't know shit about technology. I type like this. At the register, I people hate me because I'm at work and I'm like, what's your number? Okay. Okay, hold on. Okay. I got you. Now we're in. We're good. You feel me? That's my downfall. I want to get better with that so I can potentially do my YouTube videos and work on websites without having to pay people. Mm-hmm. But you guys got that. So then, boom, you advertise that you can help with that. Small business help. Small business photo shoots. Small business, you know, banquets. Fo- doing a photo shoot day or just posting, oh, who wants to shoot tonight in Ebor? Who wants to go shoot this? I've had kind of like my photo. I have a photography page like of just my photo shoots. And every time I post my my pit, my pictures, my photo, my what is it? Photographer? Photog- that's a part oh, of yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you photo- Wait, you, no, she's talking about her actual photographer. Yeah, like they're like tagged. Like the person taking, oh. yeah, the tag. Like I've, shoot, I've shot with, yes, I shoot models. He has, let's see, he has 60.8K. I shot with him on a random afternoon. My homegirl's like, grab, grab a whole bunch of clothes. We're going to do a shoot. Mm. Fuck it. Here we go. Now I'm in a ski mask, pretty much butt naked, <laughs> but, you know promotion went to a car meet with my homegirl and my other homegirl was a photographer boom stand up take a picture yeah. all right i'm finna take a picture small businesses especially with clothing oh if you want to have a photo shoot get a white backdrop boom this was for a small business i modeled a whole bunch of their clothes you know i didn't charge them or anything for you know me taking pictures i got free clothes you feel me don't be afraid to work for free or work for trade. But then, like I said, don't undersell yourself. Mm-hmm. Be reasonable. You feel me? Like, trade. Like, I, I do tattoos for nails. I do tattoos for my hair. I do tattoos for rides sometimes. You feel me? I, I make gift certificates and all for it. Gift certificates, boom. Here's a gift certificate for $50 off your photo shoot. Or here's the value of $100 towards a photo shoot. Cause that's what I'm doing. I'm, you know, here's a hundred dollar gift card. Or if I have to, you know, trade lashes for a tattoo, I write it down and then I keep track of what I did. So it's like, I know what I'm doing for free and I know what I'm doing for trade. It's a whole bunch of shit. <sighs> whole bunch of shit. I yeah. just I keep thinking about more and more stuff to say. And it's just like, wow, like Tampa is just nonstop networking. There's so many undercover people here. Some YouTubers were in the mall. I'm not big on the YouTube couples, but one of my coworkers is, and she fangirled seeing a boy and a girl walk the mall. I didn't know who the fuck they was. I treated them like, because I, I checked them out like they was normal people, and she's over here like, oh my gosh, that's blah, 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 blah. I got to go take a picture. She's going to take a picture in front of kids' journeys, and I'm over here like, what? Like, I just bought some jewelry and left. <laughs> Feel me? You never know who knows. And then... As like me being a New Yorker, I'm known down here. You know, MV is known. Like I've had people, I've given people my business card in the mall, and they already follow me. That shit makes me feel good. Like, damn, like you already follow me. You already know who I am. Like, I only got, I just now got to 3k followers on my business page. It's just like people would look at my page, but they wouldn't follow. Mm-hmm. Now that I do tattoos, yeah, and people are following more. But that's all. You just gotta find your audience. Because you, you never know. Your audience might be only fangirls. Your audience may be 
car meet people. Your audience may be taking pictures of somebody selling stuff or going to grand openings or live scenery or going to bush gardens and taking fucking pictures of animals because i did not know you could get inside on a train and be in there with the animals that's great that's crazy that is fucking crazy to me like you know them rhinos could get up and just charge at that train at any time really if they wanted to all the whole little pack could get up and rush the train and knock it over really that's crazy so get on that bitch with your your camera and take pictures all right here's our day at bush gardens there's so much beauty in Tampa. Boom. Going, like, I got on a yacht. I modeled on a, bo- a yacht. Like, I was just shaking ass, getting drunk with my homegirls. Next thing you know, I'm modeling on a yacht. You feel me? <laughs> it's constant promotion. It's just networking. And I can't lie, it is a little f- easier being a female. But that's not, you know, to discourage you guys. Mm-hmm. You definitely could get that same opportunities. Yeah, especially photography because photography, there's so much. It's like art. To be honest, also, because like there's so much opportunity in different types, and also it's expensive as shit. Yeah, it's fucking expensive. You gotta think. My best friend be holding that big ass camera. You guys be holding a big ass camera for hours and taking pictures and walking around. And yeah, I got a heavy camera. I've heard that multiple times from photographers that the cameras are heavy as hell. I tried to hold my best friends, and I was like, "Here you go. You take it right back. I don't want it. It's heavy." So I spent fucking, uh, I'm sorry, I had to take out a loan for my shit. Like, it, shit gets expensive. Yeah. I could imagine, this is technology stuff, and one of these wires get messed up to replace it, I could imagine. I could fucking imagine. <laughs> but at the same time, like I said, it's all about networking. Boom, I'm plugged in at the tattoo supply stop, um, in Tampa to the point where I could FaceTime them. I could FaceTime my tattoo supply. Oh, you guys got this? Okay, I'm on my way. Put it up for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're you're not gonna get anywhere just staying in here. Yeah. Like reaching out to me is good. And, you know, it took a, a while to get in here because you know other things. But keep trying. Be persistent. Don't give up. Because if I would if I would have stopped, I wouldn't be as far as I came. I would still be doing tattoos out of my garage because I got kicked out of my first shop. I could have, you know, went a completely different way and went back into another shop, but, you know, I chose not to. I want to be a business owner. I don't want to work for anybody. I want people to work for me. Yo, fuck customers. It's all about clients. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why not be, like, the face of something great? Mm-hmm. It feels good. Like, yeah. not even, like, for the clout or for, you know, being known, but it feels good knowing, like, I had people get off my tattoo table crying. Because they love the tattoo because of what it represents. I got off my tattoo. Like, that picture right here is a baby picture of my brother that passed away. And I bowled my eyes out when I got off that table. And I thanked him because it, it looks exactly like him. Mm-hmm. Me, that's one of the beauties of this industry. Now, you get into tattoos just wanting to make money. Where's the beauty in, you know, yeah, making you don't have that a purpose. piece? And you can get bored easily, too. Because then once you look at, like, oh, damn, this is making more money, then you go do that shit. Exactly. My homegirl told me she wanted to do nails. So you know what I did? I got her nail drill, 150 nail polishes. You think she's doing nails? No. Mm. No. I wasted my money and I wasted my time. And it's disappointing. And that's that's the experience that, you know, showed me that people aren't business-minded. Because I literally flat-out gave you something all, all that materials. everything that someone else could have taken and made crazy shit with. 
and you just slacking because mm-hmm. of what because you're scared or because there's too many people in tampa doing it you know how many tattoo artists i follow world star tampa posted tag the best tampa artist i didn't get tagged but you know what i did do i went underneath the post and followed everybody that everybody tagged mm-hmm. so now i also have you know tattoo artists that want to do tat for tat but I'm also learning from watching their lives. I'm learning from watching their TikToks. I'm learning from watching. You could sit there and be like, damn. I could have sat there and be like, damn, nobody tagged me. Like, I'm a tattoo artist. Damn, I have a shop. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. But I didn't. <laughs> I went and I followed everybody and I made you know the better out of it. It's all about perspective. It's all about your actions towards what happens. Because you can't control what happens. You can only control what you do after it happens. Yeah. So, boom, you have a photo shoot, person doesn't like it. You could get mad and blow up and cuss them out and fight with them. Or you can sit there and now, okay, what did you not like about it? Can we do this and that different? I'm not talking about giving people refunds because I don't give refunds. Mm-hmm. Once you oh, pay trust me. me in your fucking place of... Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. give fuck refunds. the re- they should not be worrying about the damn money. They should be worrying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They got a bigger problem. But not even that. Like for tattoos, for customs, I don't do refunds. Mm-hmm. You could get a different service from me for that equal price. Yeah. It's, it's my policy. That's the best thing about it. I get to make my I took off a random week and went to Colorado. That that's what I'm talking uh, about. That's why I want to be a business. Now. I make my I could Call up right now and go see my homegirl in Cali if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, I'd have to get time off from my job because I'm mean, working in 9 to 5. But if I wasn't, I would just be a shop owner, pay my rent for next month, and I could leave. Dip. Yeah. And I could bring my tattoo machine with me because I'm licensed, and I can be making money elsewhere. And still sending. I got people that want me to tattoo in their shops in New York as well. And the guy that did this, shout out to Lito, he... You know, he invited me there, too. It's a whole bunch of different networking, but I don't feel like Tampa's had enough of me yet. I don't feel like my name is known enough down here. It's to the point where, you know, I had Buck Sosa and Duda in the club for my birthday. You feel me? I'm a little known. It feels good. The clout's cool. It's gotten me, you know, countless free things, free items, countless this and that. But it's not like I don't try. There's this... You know, I don't know what she is, Arabic or what, what thing. Like, she wears a hijab, a hijab. One of the things that cover the ladies' hairs. Mm-hmm. And she sells purses in the mall. And I posted her on my story multiple times. Come show love, come shop, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. She gave me two free items. She gave me this little, this little heart dangly thing. I told her, mom, you don't got to give me free stuff. I'm doing this because I want to support you. Because... At the end of the day, I know this business is bringing back funds that that woman probably got kids that she need to feed. She wouldn't be selling stuff in the mall if she didn't have stuff to do. Yeah. You okay. feel me? People wouldn't be selling. There's always a purpose behind it. Give give your give your business some flavor. You feel me? There's stuff that I want to share about my business that I'm not necessarily, you know, not about my business, but about my story, but I'm not necessarily ready to. I've thought about, you know, when it comes down to doing bigger interviews when I get, you know, up and the stuff that I am going to choose to share and the stuff that I am going to choose to bury because there's a lot of my past that I'm not going to share with the world. Mm -hmm. The people that experienced it are just going to experience it and, you know, be aware of it. But I just, when it comes to envy being known to the world, I don't want Cassie to be known because Cassie has a lot of hardships. 
And that's another thing that came into it. Envy and Cassie kind of took on two different personas. Like, Envy's over here. Everybody thinks I'm, you know, I got it like that. I'm, I'm popping. I'm, I'm this and that. Um, you know, it's good. The whole time, in reality, all my clothes is hand-me-downs. I don't got no car. I live in a garage in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doubting myself. I'm not talking down about myself. But that that's what, you know, what people see off Instagram and what, what, what really is, it really doesn't matter because people really know me as Envy and then there's people that know me as Cassie. Yeah. So, like, I have friends that, like, when they meet up and they're talking about me, one will say Cassie and one will say Envy. And honestly, the people that know Cassie are people that I choose to associate a little bit more with because they know who I am rather than people thinking Envy's a stuck-up bitch. And I think that, like, that's the number one thing, especially when you blow up. It's the whole Hollywood shit. Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. I have a lot of problems. It's very hard to sleep at night since my brother passed away. I also just recently lost my grandpa and my uncle. It's a lot of hardship right now. A lot of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So, I keep, like I said, I keep my phone on, do not disturb. I smoke my blunt and I go to sleep. I don't have a lot of me time anymore, regardless. Like, I treat myself to my nails, my lashes. That's really it. So... When people come at me with that whole Hollywood thing, it's just frustrating because it's like, I just I just don't want to talk right now. So I've been being Hollywood. I'll get back to you when I can. I'm just, I'm not in the mood. You feel me? I, I'm constantly networking. I just spent $800 on a whole bunch of more stuff for my business. You think I got time to go be in the club like I used to? Yeah. No. And you know, 18, 19, I was constantly in the club promoting. I was getting paid for it. That's another thing, good thing about being a woman, unfortunately. I was getting, you know, I was getting paid to sit in the club and get drunk. I was getting free bottles of Henny. You know, I go out with my weed. I'm straight. I'm sitting down with some bad bitches, free Henny. And, <laughs> and I got weed. Hell yeah, I felt like a pimp. I'm over here chilling. Everybody know who I am. Uh, people asking me for blunts. I'm over here passing the grabber. I'm passing the rolls. Like, I'm helping people out, chilling. But at the same time, I'm networking and I'm getting paid to chill. So that's how I met most of the people, like, the club life, the nightlife. Mm-hmm. And with that comes with, you know, them asking me for custom shirts for their, you know, bottle girls. Or them asking for me to make logos for their shirts. Or them asking me to make flyers for the club. Like, stuff like that. If you're good with editing, drop a sale. Boom. Two different edits. Boom, boom, boom. $25, $50, whatever the case may be. Put it out there. Because... You know, like, those graffiti tags I just showed you, I needed money so bad that I just posted those for $20. And I literally made $200 off of it. Just doing quick little things. Those things took me, like, 20 minutes each. Yeah, that's I'm trying to sell prints for, for photos. So, that's... That's, boom. Start editing, boom. You sell print. You take the pictures and I draw the SpongeBob licking the girl's butt. You feel huh? me? I promise. Bro. I've seen edits yeah, like that yeah. really sell. Especially like with cars and like anime bitches on them and stuff like that. That shit sells too. Sells. Back to back. <laughs> you, yo, it makes sense. Like, yeah. Especially since you're not like on like TikTok side of social media stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah see, there's, there's a lot of. Sex sells. Yeah. Sex sells. Sex appeal is going to be the best thing you can do is get a pretty face to start it off with. Yeah. 
get a nice body to start it off with. Not to, you know, make women seem like a you know, bag of meat and makeup, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it do help the product. It, it help, you know. Yeah. Where are you going to, you going to, you know, buy a soda can that's showing you... Oh, I shouldn't have said... A guy that's showing you, you're going to buy a... Edit that out. Are yeah, you gonna yeah, buy? we got you, we got you. We're not going to get that. We're not going to get I'll write it down. <laughs> you're not going to, you know... See, that's another thing that I got to stop before I, you know, start YouTube. But um, you're not going to buy a soda from a guy that's, you know, in a Speedo. But you're going to buy that Pepsi that somebody in a bikinis over here like, yeah. She's not wrong. So, you are, she not you, wrong. She's not, not wrong, wrong, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was thinking, because I had to do some some training videos, some boring guy talking. I'm like, if it was some bad bitch to talking, I think, like, you're OSHA shit. It was some bad bitch talking about it. I bet you would have finished it in the ten hours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I exactly. Some automated voice. Yeah, voice. some exactly. welcome to OSHA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. People, people were gonna like draw towards like you know a, looks, sex sells, looks sell. Like everybody's beautiful in their own way. Like I'm not, I'm not bashing anybody, but you know. You're gonna get more views having someone that looks. You know, I've gotten a lot of you know the views. Everyone on my old page, every one of my pictures, two K likes, three K likes. I dropped those birthday pictures. I had three thousand likes on it. And I, all you seen was every story of somebody posting me. I was on everybody's story. I had over two, three hundred, sh- pardon, shares on Instagram, and then saved putting your business page or your personal page on, you know, creators is what's going to give you the opportunity to get paid from live. Mm-hmm. So rather than having it as a business, I would suggest changing it to a creator's page if, if it's not already. Um, hmm. What else did I do? It was really just the TikToks that, that got it there and going out to the club and then I in I mean in high school like I said it wasn't like I wasn't the most popular but I you know I watch anime I t- I dated you know football players uh, I was good at this but I wasn't good at that I really fit in fit in with every class like I I was an orca dork I played the violin you wouldn't like how y'all was shocked with the instruments you wouldn't think that a girl like me based on my looks or based on how my Instagram used to look that I play instruments at all. That that would shock people constantly when I would tell them that I play instruments because they see the looks. Now, this is the glow up, Cassie. I was fat. I was, you know, I was a weeb. I was wearing, you know, Lolita dresses and and dressing up as people from Attack on Titans and cosplaying as people from Kill La Kill. You feel me? I still got those cosplays. That's still me. Mm-hmm. But you feel me? I, I it's just prime example. Like I fit in with everything, like with everything. With little fake thugs and the little anime nerds and the little orca dorks and the little popular girls and the little nerdy girls because I'm just cool. Mm-hmm. I got a vibe. Like people with that. So as long as you got a vibe and you have good, you know, customer care and client care, then you gonna get those. And advertising. Nobody's gonna buy it if you don't post it. Yeah. Post every day. Every day on TikTok and Instagram. I post every day before 10 a.m. And I get off the app. It's the best way to do it. Especially on TikTok. You got to stay off the app after you post. I have multiple pages. Like like I said, the main and the business. I 
I'm a 100% fan of or like supporter of separating that. Your business and your personal should not be together. I smoke a lot. And though I am, you know, it's a commercial business, so obviously you can't smoke in my shop. But, you know, people know me as a big, I got raw tatted on the back of my neck. You feel me? Like, I smoke a lot. But when it comes to my business, none of that is shown. Mm-hmm. I'd be out in the club. I'd be going to strip clubs. My homegirls be doing wild shit. You know, I used to be fighting and doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. None of that comes to my social media because of my business. It's all about how you carry yourself. I know you guys probably don't have to really deal with that, but it's just something to keep in mind. Separating Instagram, your man and your business. Separating TikTok, your man and your business. And I'm trying to get my homegirls to do that too because it just looks better. You know, you shaking ass on a personal page rather than you shaking ass on a page that so you're going to be like, oh, yeah, and I got a flash sale. Come yeah, come yeah. shop with me. <laughs> like, we was just shaking ass on a, on a yacht. What are you doing? <laughs> you me? Are you shaking ass and you, you tattooing that same person that was watching your shit? <laughs> Literally. Literally. I don't know, bro. Like, And then catchy slogans. Sneaky links don't last. Tattoos do. Yeah, that's... That's facts. That is facts. Tattoos are with you forever. Sneaky links aren't. Yeah. That, yeah. That's some real shit. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's a whole bunch of ways you can do it. Start small. Like, do cheap photo shoots. Do, do sales photo shoots. Do collabs. If somebody got something that's going to benefit your, your business, boom. You do a photo shoot, I do the mural. Network like that. Yeah. Trade. Because, you know, business owners, you know, we got bills to pay. You guys got to buy tech stuff. I got to buy tattoo needles. I got to buy paint. I got to buy this and that. So, meet someone 50-50. Help each other. Yeah. Being selfish and being grimy or not, like, gatekeeping? Oh, my gosh. Now, that's, there's a bit of gatekeeping in Tampa, I'll tell you that. Like, Especially in the tattoo industry, like some people were really, really not like willing to help, like really with the prices or just like ignoring me overall because I was a woman. Like, It's very annoying. I'm not like, you guys probably know a lot about what you're doing as is, but like, if you want to figure out something, you was to pursue somebody to try and learn and they dub it, like, charge to the game, let me go find it out myself, like... I'm not going to get it from you. I'm going to get it from someone. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody that dug me. Now I got this guy named, um, his Instagram is Ink by Peanut. He's a, a anime um, tattoo artist mainly. He owns two shops in California and in Texas. He has over 138K Instagram followers. And he charges for, he has a tattoo only fans where he teaches people and charges them like an OnlyFans subscription. And I messaged him one day because like, I have one tattoo get infected. I've never I've never experienced that. I did everything right. It, everything was clean. It was in my shop at that, and it was on my homegirl. And I'm over here beating myself up. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Everything was clean. The needles were prepackaged. The table was wiped down with disinfectant, with cavicide, with, I don't know, everything was good. I had gloves on, and I didn't cross-contaminate anything. I didn't dilute the ink enough, and it ate up the skin and got infected. And I messaged him that, you know, I was, you know, wondering. And he gave me his lessons for free. He didn't have to do that. 
And I don't know why he did that. But now I do because I just talked to him the other day. And he's like, I'm tired of seeing guys try and take advantage of you because of your looks. You feel me? Like, he sees that I'm a hardworking businesswoman. So he's over here, you know, helping me out and inspiring me and telling me, hey, stop beating yourself up. I've been in this game 11 years. You've been mm-hmm. in this game going on your first to two. Like, it's normal. I'm telling you, he is he's a specialist with color. That's the main reason because... The whole idea of black skin not being able to hold color is a fucking lie. He packs in yellow, green, blue, purple. Like, I'm telling you, any color of the rainbow, black skin, you gonna have it. He did, um, what's the Earthbender from Avatar's, um, name? Um, uh, I, knew, I didn't I never watch that. Watch Damn, um, mmm. <laughs> She's green, bro. I forgot her name, but she he did that on a on a black girl's arm, like color so saturated, healed so nice, and it's like so many tattoo artists tell you know people of color, oh no, you can't get that. It's not gonna stay. Then how come he's doing it? Mm-hmm. It's not that you can't get that; it won't stay. It's because you don't know how to do that. And I want to learn how to do that. And he, it's the fact that he's helping me and showing me love. Because he wants to. I just bought the tattoo machine he suggested me using. I'm over here like, oh, I don't have the money to buy. Tattoo, tattoo machines are expensive. $502,000. And I've been working with a cheap little one from the tattoo supply. And I'm over here you know, beating myself up because I don't have nothing fancy. And he's over here using a $160 one off of Amazon. Making the same good quality work as you know a $1,000 machine. Yeah. So... I bought the same one last night, and it comes tomorrow. And I'm super excited to use it because I was over here believing people like, oh, you need the the best and the, the high, high-tech high stuff. And it's just about how you use it. It's how you use it. It's the care you take. It's the love, you know. I've learned that using, you know, certain colors, I have to use different patterns of stroke methods. I have mm-hmm. to use different needle gauges. Like, I didn't know that needles can like come in sizes and choreography and choreography i can't say that word but it's a c word it's the alignment of how the ne- the needles lay mm-hmm. i didn't know that the initial size and the needle can change there's 0. 0.5 0. 0.8 0. 0.10 and 0. 0.12 now i'm eating up darker skin because i'm using needles that are small when to tattoo dark skin you should be using bigger gauge needles. It doesn't have to be, you know, bigger sizes initially, like with the, you know, three, four, five, six, but the 0. 0.5, 0. 0.8, it's like pencil lead. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like pencil lead. Like you use a 0. 0.3 to get that nice small line, but to, you know, color in a whole, whole page, you're going to want something that's bigger, right? Yeah. Same thing. You, darker skin you're gonna want to use a bigger needle get deeper without having to eat it up so much so the ink doesn't fall out first couple tattoos i did color on on dark skin they felt completely out of the skin i felt horrible i offered the people their money back i got to them come back i'll fix it like i felt they were understanding luckily i had very understanding people but you know it hurt me because it's like damn like I thought I was doing this right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. You feel me? It's but always more to learn. Always learning. And 
if it takes following people and DMing them till they don't until they do respond, even though they don't respond, do it. If it takes, you know, watching YouTubes or paying for people's lessons, do it. Or if it takes, like I said, doing a couple lowballing shoots to get yourself out there to get your name out there, do it. Do it until they know who. What's your name on Instagram? I am human. I am what? I am human. I am human. Entertainment. Okay, I am human entertainment. So do it until I am human entertainment is known to the point like, oh no, I got somebody that I'm go to. You know, I am human entertainment. Yeah, they gon they gonna get me right. Mm. That's all it takes. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna tell my best friend like, this is what they did and this is the kind of camera they got. And you know, what can you do with this information? Because can you can this help you? And she's gonna tell me this and that. You know. She wants to do podcasts, too. She wants to do stuff like that. I could get my best friend in here. You could do something about that. You know, she's worked in a warehouse. You're getting, like, what's it like working as a woman in a warehouse? Mm-hmm. Do different. There's a whole bunch of, do sub-series on, on, on TikTok, little story times. You could do three minutes of video now on TikTok. Yeah. You I know fit. on Instagram, we've been doing the um, IGTV stuff. That, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely gonna <laughs> help. And <laughs> it can't hurt to do some paid promos. I I did you know pay for some promos at one point, you know now like now I don't because I hopefully I get my Instagram back. And when I do get my Instagram back, I will definitely promote you guys. I'm trying to manifest, <laughs> but you feel me? Like keep. Keep putting out, you know, like I said, law of attraction. You're not going to get anywhere if you just keep talking about it. It must be nice. must be nice. I want to be a licensed tattoo artist if I was like, oh, yeah. must be nice. Like, when I got that paper in the mail, this little piece of paper, I paid damn near, like, $400 to finish everything up. It felt so good. Like, and then that's another thing. Certificate, you know, take a couple, like, Learn some stuff. Learn That's how what to I'm do doing some, at school. Get some Just little certificates. Get get yeah. little because people like that. They like knowing that who's taking care of them is knowing what they're doing. Yeah. Because you don't want to go to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Or at least you don't want to pay for somebody that's you know not doing because that's then then that's gonna come with oh well why not is it why isn't it free well because I'm certified to do this you know I'm licensed to do this I know yeah. what I'm doing I know how to work my camera this camera's you know, not giving you the same as an iPhone camera. You feel me? Like, this is high quality. You're paying for high quality. Even though the experience isn't, you know, as much there, it's still high quality. You yeah. still got expensive materials. That's what I can see. Like, <laughs> it looks like a, a recording studio in this bitch. Like, we about to start spitting some bars. Like, oh, <laughs> but, like, literally, like, this whole bunch of stuff. You could literally you could move this table over, drop a little backdrop. You could do photo shoots in here. You could sh- have me come in with an outfit. We could do a photo shoot right here on this couch. Hey, there's photos everywhere you can go. There's always photo exactly. opportunity. You still need to understand that, bro. Me and Jane nah. been trying for that, and you, nah. bro. Every place has opportunity. Nah. Bro, yeah, I literally place. went to when I went to Colorado. We went to um botan- botanical gardens over there, and I literally sat there. Taking pictures of the koi fish, taking pictures of flowers. Koi fish is fire. Yeah, koi fish. Yeah, I have a few right there. I gotta take photos. Boom. Though. Like I said, go to an aquarium. Yeah, I wanna go. I, yeah, I wanna go yeah, to hello places. See, I see my there's tons of bro, TikTok ideas, bro. There's tons, bro. And there's tons of hidden gems in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
tons of crazy like little waterfall spots and little ponds and you got devil's den and that's that whole water thing where you go mad like into cold water or whatever the hell that is like whole bunch of crazy stuff there's planes there's animals freaking almost everywhere you go you see cows inside the road yeah Get out and take fucking pictures of the cows. In Progress Village, they got freaking horses in the back of that bitch. Go take pictures of the horses. Somebody's going to bite it. Somebody. Do Instagram photo shoot. I used to tell my my best friend. My best friend used to edit out my acne of my Instagram pictures. Like, I'm not one for the Photoshop now, but acne i can honestly and i've admitted to it and i've like i've let my best friend post the before and afters on her page as well and call them baddie edits you know you want your acne edited out of some pictures i got you you want you know don't want the background of all the other people in the background okay i got you i can edit all that out mm-hmm. you want someone to edit for you and then you want me to draw rick and morty in the background shooting a portal gun okay then i can do that then that's a collab. Okay, boom. We do a collab for whatever photo shoot you get. You get a free, you know, cartoon edit. I draw on them. Mm-hmm. Boom. Promotion right there. Somebody's going to oh, yeah, I want that edit. Tons of issues. Like, you got to brainstorm. That's why I got a book. That's why I draw images, even if you don't want to write things down. there's con- I'm constantly writing in my phone still. I try and get it all. And then a planner. A planner is definitely a big recommendation. Yeah, so we do. We have a calendar that a collab calendar that we all like. If whenever he has something planned, put it on the calendar, and I get it on my phone and everything. Hell yeah! See, you're ready. One step into it, get a book, write down ideas. That whiteboard. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a whiteboard. Whiteboard. Yeah. I was looking at it too. I was wondering what all that stuff was. Yeah, go and do a video. Yeah, that's not point. Yeah. Okay. Big plans. Big plans. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. She, it's she, a lot. She really got a lot of shit on her side. We got nothing on Jalen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Who's no. Jalen? <laughs> what happened with Jalen? We didn't even get to that part yet. Yeah. We can get that any time though. Yeah, we, we can we can ask a few people. Yeah. Their honest opinions. Yeah. I don't know. That's gonna be a good video. That's gonna be a funny ass video. Really video. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And you know, I I got some videos on YouTube that I tried to make back when I was living with my ex, and it got a little 800 views. Feel me, little me drawing sunflowers on some Nike slides. You feel me? Nothing too crazy, but like I said, my all my TikToks been blowing up ever since. So get on TikTok. Yeah. You get on TikTok posting him taking pictures. You get on TikTok posting him. Boom. Support each other, make separate pages, but then have the pages collab. Yeah. Because whatever one page won't get, maybe the other page will get. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully our main page will then. Tie everybody will connect to, to it. Yeah. Or, 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 yeah. There's so much. Yeah, there is so much to do. Get it, write it down. Shit. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, That's the best thing for, for me. That's my best advice to anybody wanting to start a business or anybody wanting to do anything is just write it down. Get a book. These dollar store books, Walmart books. These are literally composition books that we had sitting around from after school. You know, we, most of my parents' kids are, you know, grown now. We only have two younger sisters. So it's like I took two of the books and look, now they have thousands of dollars of profit written in them. Mm-hmm. And from everybody else that looks at them, they're just composition notes. But this literally is 
everything that my business is. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. It really is. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I just keep talking. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, you're fine. Yeah. yeah we're learning a lot, so yeah. yeah. I'm glad I could help you guys learn something. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm all for supporting. I didn't know that he was so young. How old are you? Twenty-two. Okay, so you're you're two years older than me, but mm-hmm. you're still situated. You still got like a lot of stuff going for yourself. So it's not just like what you want to do next. Yeah. How you want to get it like going next? Like I personally like I wanted to do a Valentine's Day photo shoot. Maybe you could try and see if you could get some last minute Valentine's Day photo shoots. Go and cop a little thirty dollar bear, and see you know if anybody wants to come and take pictures. True. Or. You feel me? Like, just find there's, like, use little things, little Instagram events or little Instagram trends or little TikTok sounds that go off. Like, I'm constantly sending No Limit photos. I'm constantly sending him TikTok ideas of photo shoots that girls are doing. And, you know, shit, I'll start doing... I just, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I was always doing, like, this is one girl from high school. She had a lip gloss line and, like, every time I seen something with lip gloss, I would send it to her. Like... I don't know. It's just in my nature to help people. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is like what differs me from other business people because a lot of people are gatekeepers or, you know, don't necessarily want to put people on. But like I said, with the bread thing, like I'm not, you know, I'm not intimidated by it. Everybody, at the end of the day, everybody wants to just make money and feed their family. Yeah. So if me helping in one way or another helps you do that, then hell yeah. Good karma is real. I used to be real bad and grimy and do a lot of fucked up stuff in New York. As a as a kid, you know, I was a, I grew up fast. You know, I had to. I didn't have the option. Now, unfortunately, like I said, my parents didn't set me to be, you know, they didn't give me a foundation to really jump off of. So I could either be a product of my environment or I can write new chapters. My kids won't have to work. My kids won't have to worry about this. and My kids won't have hand-me-downs. My kids aren't going to have Jordans as soon as they out the womb. I'll tell you that. Because if Payless was still around, <laughs> they definitely would still have some motherfucking they're Payless. Finna, yeah, they're going to be wearing them Airwalks. What? Some, some light-up Skechers from Walmart. No, some do- you know, Walmart got off-brand Crocs. They're definitely they in the Brocks. The Brocks. Yeah, Brocks. The Brocks. They got some Brocks in that bitch. Uh, yeah, no, my, my kid going to have, you know, he got baby Tims, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, but Tim, nah. My Tims are going to be legit for my yeah, kids. But, yeah. and, and forces. But besides that, I like... My kids is they they not really gonna have to do none of that unless they want to. Like my kids are not gonna be spoiled. They're gonna be taken care of. They're gonna work for like things around the house and stuff and allowance and stuff. Like I, that's all I want. You know, like I said, I never wanted to go to college. I just wanted to be financially stable. And in the society, everybody made it seem like, or at least before, it was like if you don't go to college, you're not financially stable. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a books job, then you're not financially stable. I hate, I don't like the university aspect because, like, why do I want to, you're making a lot of money, but if you're not, say, you're not financially stable going into college also, I don't want to be out of college with debt. Exactly. Like, 300, 300K worth of debt? Fuck yes, that. That's debt. And you, I got my cousins, first they 35 and still paying that shit off. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say, first two years and shit, that shit builds and... Say you lose that job, then you do. Some people do a four-year degree and never fucking use it. What's the point? Or people get into stuff that they're not even happy with. Yeah, like, mm-mm. like 
there's so like and then it was at the point where like I said like I have a lot of younger friends so I was mostly like senior year I didn't have lunch with any of my friends in my grade so I sat with juniors mm-hmm. and sat with my little brother at that like my little brother was right here and I was right here and you know I know that probably annoyed him but you know it you know it low key shaped me a little bit more cuz they were calling me mama Cass, auntie Cass. I'm like whoa I'm used to being little sis I'm used to having, you know, older women, older people around me teaching me things. And now it's like, I'm the teacher. That's crazy. Because I don't even think that I got shit to teach. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm just rambling. You feel me? I'm just speaking facts. That's facts to me. Because you guys, like, you could do what you want with this information. You could sit, like, you guys could, when I leave, y'all could sit here and not do anything with it. Or you could get on it, get on TikTok, make a different page, do this and that. Start reaching out to people. Hey, would you like to collab? Would you like to do a photo shoot? Would you like to do this and that? Drop a flyer. Oh, edits for this amount. Photo shoots for this amount. For a limited time only. Use those words. It's all about how, bro, if you you read some of my Instagram captions, they sound so corny. But it's like, especially when promoting my, my job, like, you know, it's like, Found something you love but don't have the cash to get it today? No worries. With our flexible payment options, you have the option to lease to own. I don't fucking talk like that. <laughs> I do not talk like that. I do not I do not talk like that. That is my, you know, my white face. My, you know, my business face. My, um. Uh-huh. Kool-Aid's me face, like, whatever you want to call it, like, that's my business friend, like, I don't, like, a lot of people, boom, a lot of people, like, oh, she's a fake New Yorker, she fakes her accent, no, I fake the accent I give, I'm not the accent, I fake the voice I give TikTok, I fake the voice I give Instagram, I fake the voice I give Snapchat, because I naturally cuss a lot, I naturally say things that, you know, other people may possibly be offended of, I'm, you know, it's... Unfortunately, you know, a product of my environment is how I grew up. I wasn't really a yes, ma'am, yes, sir person. I oh, am yeah, trying yeah. to be that. That's hard. It's hard oh, when... Especially cussing? Me and my parents, like, we cuss at each other. I grew up fighting my dad as a woman. Like, uh, I'm running the streets of New York doing crazy stuff. I wasn't really, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Like, it's hard, you know, having a, you know... Or at work... Boom. Some kids walked by and all I heard was fake ass jewelry. And I responded, fake ass shoes. <laughs> and my manager looked at me so mad. And I just, I looked at her. I was like, miss, I'm sorry. Like, I ain't even. <laughs> That's the snippet right there. That's the snippet. That's the snippet. That's snippet right there. I was so like, I was like, man, uh, like, it, bro, I have four brothers. I got homeboys. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Like, it was, it was something that came out. <laughs> it's not something I'm proud of, but it's something you have to, have to be mindful of. I, I respect that. Yeah, that I respect yeah. yeah. it, It's like, and oh, I honestly. I want to say so much shit at work. Like, I still do. And I can't, you feel me? And it's, I wasn't even looking at them. Like, I was just, you know, I was doing what I'm doing. And in my back, you know, I'm just, you know, me and my homeboys, I, like I said, I have a lot of homeboys, but like I said, I'm a businesswoman. My homeboys that are my homeboys is strictly business. Like, we locked in now, like, y'all about bros. Y'all not going to be someone, like, I would be flirtatious with. Mm-hmm. 
am strictly a businesswoman. So, me, my homeboy, he'll be like, man, you ugly as fuck, Kaz. Like, and I'm like, nigga, your titties is bigger than mine. What the fuck is you talking about? Boom. You see? <laughs> you see? You feel me? Like, it's just how I talk. Mm-hmm. So, having to completely seal that and be the... Welcome to Banter by Pearson Bagoda, guys. Like, where we love to pierce ears. If you want to get your ears picked, that holly jolly stuff is not necessarily how I talk. It'd be down, it'd be like that down here. Like, I know my middle school, if you didn't know how to roast somebody, you, you're you oh, going to get yeah. roasted. That's the oh, movie right Yeah, there. right. Exactly. That's exactly. It was like, it was for real fucking, that was the trenches back Bro. Oh, my God. Bro, even like in New York, we call it flame. Like, it was yeah, flame, yeah. It was on flame your ass, real. Yo, a ass, real. Yo, yeah, exactly. We ass. Well, when we used to work together, bro, we on each other's ass the entire <laughs> I can time. Imagine. Oh bro, my god. Why you just, bro? You stupid as fuck. What you don't? I already know. I already broke. That's exactly how I am with my friends. You mm-hmm. feel me? We all smoking. I'm like, bro, this blunt is so fucked up. What did you even do? You can't roll for the light, bro. Give me, give me the wood. I'ma re-roll it. Like, stuff yeah. like that. That's how I'm used to talking. I can't. Is really that talk it's, about it? Yeah, that's that's problem with going into business. It's like now, since especially since like white owned like type like government wise, like they want you to talk all proper and shit. It's but it's hard. hard. It's hard as fuck. Like look, I, I, yeah, my my we, in my class right now because how we are to each other, we be on each other's asses the entire day. Our teacher gave us a fucking um a swear jar. I put fifteen in it yesterday. Oh, Damn, I mean, bro! I, I was walking out the room. I said, "I said, Michael, fuck you." <laughs> and I put the fifteen in that bitch. I went to the ATM. And I'm drop a little bit more. <laughs> Yo, and we got a pizza take because of my fifteen dollars. So, ah oh, damn. I'm just trying to support the class. He putting into the funds. Exactly. Now, nah, but definitely talking all proper. Welcome back to I Am Human. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, yeah, it's hard as fuck. I had my teacher uh, watch the one at the pod. I don't know which one he watched, but he was like, <laughs> fuck he was, like he was like watching the angles on it because when you go on interviews and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I still have to get used to the fact that this is a business phone now. You know, <laughs> when people would get this number, I'm over there like, who, who the hell gave you my number? <laughs> who is this? Why are you calling me? I don't answer unsafe numbers now. I have to. Yeah, that's it's posted on Instagram. I'm telling people to contact me. I, Hi, thank you for calling MB's Mixed Media Studio. How can I help you? I have to get into the habit of doing that. Also, since this is a public number and you can text it, it's not like a business, like a, a line. I began Texas at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, getting Texas after doing a 9 to 5 and a tattoo and you're trying to sleep is very annoying. Very, very, very annoying. Hearing your phone go off, ding, 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 ding. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to get my little bit of sleep before I got to clock back in. Yeah. So that's another reason why I do not disturb beyond because as soon as I'm ready to go to sleep, I want to go to sleep. People don't really, that's one thing. People don't, you know, with small businesses, it's a different expectations. You know, they feel like they could contact you whenever when really you wouldn't, you wouldn't be texting, you know, I don't know, a flower shop at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You feel me? Don't do that to me because, like, respect business hours regardless. Like, on my on Google, my business hours say 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Like, it's it's not even past 6, so it's like... 
stop texting me. <laughs> but it's also like, dang, now. And then I'll be seeing some of the text messages and I'll be wanting to respond. But then it's like, if I respond now, we're going to have a whole conversation. Yeah, a whole conversation. And I'm going to stay up. And then I'm going to be excited for whatever it is. And then I'm going to want to start it. And then I'm not sleeping. Then self-care is a big part of this. Making sure you're mentally and physically okay. Making sure you're not starving yourself. There's times where I have to... I'm sorry, you guys got to wait 10 minutes for me to eat real quick. I cannot tat on an empty stomach. You can't work on a photo shoot on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's facts. No, no, it's the, you can't uh, do videos for hours on an empty stomach. You're holding a big camera. You have to have... Before it is. Yeah, I was like, he literally, before he picked you up, he was like, I don't give a fuck, she hungry, because I'm hungry, so I'm going to get some food. Literally, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. That's how <laughs> it has to be. You got to put. You got to be mindful of yourself, mm-hmm. because, you know, I be getting sucked into the point where it's like i i will stop eating and you know not to get into that but i'm not necessarily that's why i mentioned the gym i want to start working out and gaining weight oh, yeah, because we I, that earlier. I haven't been doing that but now i'm you know getting to the point where my profit is getting to the point where i can have a little bit more leisure money so i'm gonna start taking care of myself but boom that's more promotion i was just mentioning the how a brand new gym opened up next to my shop and mm-hmm. i want it looks like a small business they got a little instagram going and i want to go check them out it's a plus for me because i don't really want to work around a work out around a lot of people and two it's going to you know giving them an active member and boom we could go do a photo shoot there working out yeah, yeah i probably go look them up for that one but no this is like literally a whole, or like I seen a tattoo artist like, oh, if you go get a, a sandwich from this sandwich shop and bring me a receipt, you get $10 off. Okay, boom. If you go book a photo shoot, That's if you go fire. book this and that, you get $10 off. Networking like that. I just told the girl, that the woman in the mall that sells the purses, I told her after I'm done with the Valentine's Day sale that I'm doing, I'm definitely going to know. Show me a receipt of you getting a purse or a wallet or something from her and you get $10 off your purchase. Like, networking like that, showing love like that, just benefits, boom. Helping people. You feel way better helping people than you feel being a hater. Being a hater, bro, I'd rather be the people, people, the person people talk about than the person that's talking. Mm-hmm. You feeling, especially being negative. Yeah, drinking that haterade. Haterade is <laughs> lame. Oh. It's like the cucumber Gatorade's nasty. I just True. had that one, bro. Bro, why the fuck? Are you telling me? You nasty. You dirty as fuck. <laughs> cucumber? It was good as, bro. I got that um, after we played at Sadie. Nah. But, nah. So you telling me you played basketball. And then drank cucumber you, flavored you, Gatorade. You disgust me, bro. How are you about to be a low? You're on borderline pescatarian. <laughs> no. You're drinking cucumber Gatorade's. Cucumber Gatorades? Bro, we were selling... The, we, whoa, when we used to sell Gatorades at school, we gave those for free. Blue or red? Blue. Okay, blue. Okay. Yeah. Red... All right, out of the core three, red on the third. Okay. They go blue, lemon, lime, red. Oh, I love the lemon, lime. Yo, lemon, lime is... I love oh, That the lemon, lemon, lime, lime. is hitting different. Oh, I hate it for real. The lime <laughs> cucumber... The lime and cucumber is disgusting. I was literally busting. Bro, it. I don't know how going home. are you here? F- how? It's, huh? it's it's like it's like death disgusting. In a no, it's not. I had bro, that shit was good as hell. Yo, if you pull to that Yo. shit at the fucking if I see that shit in the fridge at the office, bro, oh, yeah, that shit boy. is I'm gonna leave that bitch out, bro. <laughs> That's I'm, crazy. I can, it, no, it, no cat. It was actually like really good. I actually really liked that shit. Like, oh my God. It was the first time. 
Yeah. Bruh, nah, they, you oh, must have. Me and Monte went to the gas station on the way back. I went in there, got some Twizzlers. He should have dropped some. Bruh. Twizzlers and cucumber Gatorade? Look, I, I support the Twizzlers, stuff. but not the fucking cucumber Gatorade. I don't support the mix. I support Twizzlers and I support Gatorade, but not Yeah, cucumber. but not cucumber Gatorade, bro. <laughs> like, out of every every type of fucking thing they could have done, cucumber? It was good, bro. And then they added lime. For what reason? See, I didn't know about the lime one. That's fucking. That sounds like even I, worse. You have to try it. No, no, no I'm not. I don't one. like fucking cucumbers. <laughs> so why the fuck would I want cucumber Gatorade? It's like just milking a cucumber. <laughs> and the consistency just looks weird. It, no, no, no. See, this is y'all not gonna. Y'all not gonna disrespect. Like it actually tastes <laughs> y'all good. Y'all not like, gonna come for my Gatorade. I will try it if you if you bring a bottle. I'll try a little fucking sample. You better take a shot of that bitch. I'll spit it out. I probably fucking will. <laughs> He's like, let's go to the gas station right now. We're going after. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna come with because you said we're going to the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I want to. I want. I do. We can stop at the um Circle K. Okay. That's where I got it from. I'm late. All right, so I'll just go with you and then drop me back off. Huh? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, can take, we take the chat room anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to. I'll bring the camera and we can. We can. She has to stop there. Might as well take some. We can take our um, photo or um, photo for this over yeah, there. Over there. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. I wish back. my shop sign was still up when we had the tornado warnings. It fell down. Mm. Well, because I put it up with some nails and it was obviously. You know, you need, you know, like I said, I did everything by myself. You feel me? So I'm not saying everything's a hundred percent. You definitely, it's a DIY quality for a woman. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to find tried. somebody with a, you know, concrete drill to put it up. I'm just gonna post something and see if somebody could help me. If not, I'll contact the actual business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. All right, all right. Uh, um, all right, now we should ask. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was like an hour ago, like hour and fifteen. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I kept talking. This is our uh, longest this, one. This is our longest one. But this is a really good one. This is yeah. If, they, if people really might be missing out for it, they don't. Watch yeah, this yeah, yeah. Thing. This is this is <laughs> so, a really good one. Even yeah. if they watch, look, you can you can spend you can watch an hour of this and then oh, yeah, three the, different yeah. parts, bro. Yeah, three different type of arcs. We could look keep it. Yeah, story arc. Got the fucking progressive arc. In the fucking cucumber arc, right? <laughs> <The cucumber arc. laughs> yeah, nah. right. That's episode twenty. We had Yo. Envy, aka Envy. Cass. And yeah, she told her. She told us her story, and yeah, yeah. you're gonna see more collaborations with her. Yeah, definitely. Yes, sir. Definitely. All right. See you guys Monday. Oh fuck. Hot smoke star. Shoot for the star. <laughs> aim for the moon. Yeah, Monday. Send on the woo. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is this was definitely really good. I, I'm glad. I was over here like I don't know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea. You wanna end this tomorrow?